everybody. Welcome to Frame Trap. Have I got a story for you to start things off. Um, so we actually got here a couple of hours ago to record this. And we got about five minutes in. And there was this little power surge. And we lost all of our audio. And then we tried it again. And we got about 40 minutes in. And we lost all of our audio. We think we have everything buttoned down. So that won't happen again. But uh, this will be the third time today that we've tried to record Frame Trap. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes okay. It's been it's been a little stressful. Third time's a charm. Third time's mm-hmm. a charm. Hat trick. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what they say. Hat trick. Hat trick. Sitting right next to me, hoping that all goes well, is Kyle Bossman. How are you? Uh, you have an awesome The Art of Metal Gear Solid book that you were flipping at while we were trying to... Yeah, so it turns out people send us things in the yeah, mail. they do. They're over the generous. past three years, mm-hmm. and we, we amass them, and they just get stashed in the bookshelves of Jones's uh, garage. Not mm-hmm. all of them. Don't say that. Right. Because there's I been think, a few that I've taken home. I think yeah. the story there's with this stuff one I've taken is home, Damiani home, yeah. a lot of stuff had this one. Uh-huh. I think we got two of these. Okay. Damiani took the one he didn't have and then just left this one. I'm taking this. <laughs> I'm taking this. It's just gathering dust on Jones's shelf. I'm taking this. You're, it's a you're bunch a, of Yoji Shinkawa yes. sketch art. Like, just concept art of Metal Gear Solid I've never seen before. It's just some unseen stuff. It's incredible. Inspiring. In the in-between time, Kyle was just praising Yoji Shinkawa in yeah. a beautiful way. Yeah. And so, yeah, that makes me happy. Best yeah, thing you just take that home and appreciate it. I mm-hmm. still have my limited edition. Maybe it's limited. I, it seems like a collector's item. When I saw Pacific Rim in the theater on opening weekend, mm-hmm. yeah. they gave out specialized Yoji Shinkawa posters for Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. So sick. Put it up in your office, dude. Yeah, put that up. I need to put that up. Yes, at, that's at, dope. At the end, there talking about Pacific Rim is Michael Huber. Pacific Rim, dude. Netflix <laughs> ordered that anime. Nothing. Pacific nothing, Rim anime is coming, dude. This is the third time we've attempted this podcast. Can't keep you down. You can't get me down. Just, just bring up Pacific Rim. Yeah, we're fine. Huber, I'm convinced <laughs> that someday, maybe ten years from now, you will only increase in popularity. <laughs> And somebody will make something like a movie, yeah, and they'll only show it to you, and you'll just start telling everybody how amazing it is, and no one can find it. <laughs> It'll just be this one thing that Huber oh. hypes up that he thinks is widely available, <laughs> like that Wu Tang album. What? Like that Wu Tang yeah, album? Yeah, yeah, you're the yeah. only one that gets it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, just a little movie just for Huber. Uh, I'm gonna be moderating through this. Hopefully, we get through just fine. Uh, ben Moore here. In order to keep the conversation fresh, because it's hard to just kind of relaunch into exactly what you were talking about and have it feel real, I guess, we're going to mix things up. We are going to do a bold move today by starting with... The Hotake! The first Hotake of 2019. And I wanted the first Hotake of 2019 to be special. I wanted it to be fun. I've come up with a game that I hope accomplishes both of those things, and I've called it Ticket to Fly. Ooh. Yeah. Each of us has two Pokemon cards, and I want to start this Hotake by letting the audience know which two Pokemon cards you have. I have Arcanine and Voltorb. Uh, and, and I was able to pick. You were Because I have Farfetch'd and Coughing. I intentionally put the Farfetch'd yeah. in. Knowing that Kyle would pick it. Dude, you got coughing. 
Yeah, I love coughing. It's my first ever card. Do you want to swap? I'll no, trade okay. with you. We can do a classic TCG yeah. trade. Absolutely, you can. I'll do it for Tangela. Coughing no for Tangela. Way, dude. <laughs> no way, dude. No way. The Tangela that Huber has is the only shiny card of the bunch. Huber, which, which two do you have? Tangela and Diglett. Cool. Diglett was also one of my first. <laughs> no, I can remember going to my friend's house who was very wealthy, had all of everything, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. anything you wanted, this friend had. Had like a trampoline in his backyard when those were big. Did you ever tell him must be nice? Oh yeah, had a had a three sixty <laughs> on an HD TV like day one. Did he have a complete line of any toy? Like, did he have all the Transformers? Not that I recall. No. Okay. Uh, had like a supercomputer was running Crisis on day one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, just crazy. I, I remember, remember first getting Crisis <laughs> and like that being a really depressing day. Where it didn't work? It, no, it just like chugged. Yeah. And you just You're you like, just wanted it to you knew that it was just out of your reach. But then I felt better ten years later when I had a yeah. way better like a way better than com computer than you needed for it, and yeah. it still chugged because it was just poorly optimized. Mm. It's not your fault. But I can remember going to his house and saying, yo, just give me like give me a Pokemon card you don't want anymore. Like give me an extra, like anything. I'll take anything. Whatever you don't want. <laughs> give me a coffin. Oh, he didn't want it. Wow. I want to make a like a fantasy story about that, where you just like go to this rich castle and beg for Pokemon cards. That's how the Pokemon game should start. Yeah. You should you should ask instead of a professor giving you your starter. Just some rich kid. It should be a rich kid who's just got a bunch of them. Please, just anyone. Any, any I just Pokemon. want a Pokemon and just hands you a coughing and you just, just begin your adventure. Yeah. That would be really funny. I feel like you could tell that he would be an evil rich kid if he gave you an energy card or something. Dude, but then he could come back as a final boss or yes, something, dude. this is a good rival. Full circle. Oh, There's a whole game man. here. Dude, I like it. I really like it because <laughs> he starts getting jealous of how good you are. Pokemon yeah, TCG yeah. 3 on Switch. He gives you the throwaway Pokemon. Yeah. Then you build a bond with that one. Yeah. And you build your whole deck around and it. And you team up. Yeah. It'd be cool <laughs> if the, the, the Pokemon he gives you, like, there's a random... Selection from a pool. Yeah. So every time you play, it's different. It's cool. Uh, for the Hotake today, I think I think it was hard doing something that wasn't capturing the spirit of where we are right now, where it's all hope and speculation, mm -hmm. where we know just enough about 2019 and video games to be wide-eyed, but uh, not so much that we'll do anything super smart. This is me looking into January. <laughs> uh, uh, to listeners, he's drooling. It's <laughs> just saliva <laughs> dribbling down the chin. More, uh, more aspects of this game will be revealed as we do it. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Uh, but to start out, what you need to know is I have a list of 2019 games. I tried to, I obviously didn't include everything, but I tried to get a good selection of stuff that I thought we would personally care about or have mm -hmm. a chance of caring about. What you are going to do, all of us, is you are going to, for this first round, you are going to take one of your Pokemon cards and you are going to choose a game from this list. None of us can choose the same game. Okay, so once it's been chosen, that's off the table. You are going to say your Pokemon's name gives, let's say, Kingdom Hearts 3 a ticket to ride. Fly. Ticket to fly, yes, sorry. Ticket to fly, not yeah. ride. Beatles. Not the game or song. <laughs> Um, and then what you have to do is the ticket to fly means 
that this is a game based on what you know right now, you think will be an excellent game of 2019. You think it's going to be so good that by the time we get to December 2019, it will survive the gauntlet. Okay. It will be in our game of the year discussions. It will be in our hearts. It will persevere. And you have to tell us why. And you can't just be like, because it's Kingdom Hearts 3, you can't do that. Otherwise, your ticket will be revoked. Okay. You have to cite evidence. You have to try to come up with some sort of reason why you're giving it a ticket to fly. Excellent. So I've got uh, not like a gigantic, but a pretty sizable list here. I'll read it twice, (laughs) and I'll go slow. Okay? Okay. And whoever... Wants to jump out with a ticket to fly first. Kay. Wait until I read the list twice. Okay. Uh, and make sure you're really happy with your choice. All right. So on the list, the options for Ticket to Fly, Kingdom Hearts 3, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Ticket to Fly. Coffin gives Resident Evil 2 Remake a ticket to fly. You have to wait until the list is read. You said jump in anytime you want. I feel like I said... Oh, you said... <laughs> wait. You said, let me read it twice. Yeah. Cause, it, cause it might have been I a little confusing. Admittedly, out. on my part, it might have been a little confusing. Because uh, okay. I, I right. thought this would happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought this would happen. I was like, yeah, right, I'm going to be good this time. Right, I'm right. not going to get out. All right. Hold this twice. Hold this twice. Got it. You know it. what? Here we go. What's <laughs> okay. up for this Otake, yeah. dude? All right. <laughs> Starting again. Going to read it twice. <laughs> all the way through. Still got my hands on that coffin. Kingdom Hearts 3. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Pokemon 2019. Like, these are not all necessarily confirmed to come out. That's right, part right. of your That's argument. part of the fun, yeah. yeah. Pokemon 2019, Metroid Prime 4, Devil May Cry 5, Anthem, Sekiro, Shenmue 3, Bayonetta 3, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Last of Us 2, Mortal Kombat 11, Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal, and Gears of War 5. Again, uh, we've got Kingdom Hearts 3, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Pokemon 2019, and before I continue, I messed up the rules to my own game, and so I want, I want to, uh, this actually this first round, with a single card, you get to pick two games. Oh. Oh. You get to pick, you get to pick two games. Do I get to do them consecutively, or does, does like, I have to give Hubert a turn? Uh, you can do them consecutively. You okay. can you can snatch those up. All right. So snatch we them. we left Metroid Prime Four, Devil May Cry Five, Anthem, Sekiro, Shenmue Three, Bayonetta Three, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Last of Us Two, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal. Gears of War 5. Coffin gives Ghost of Tsushima a ticket to fly. Coffin gives Resident Evil 2 Remake a ticket to fly. All right. Those are off the table. <laughs> they cannot be eligible <sighs> for the tickets. Okay. <sighs> Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. I'm going to attribute these to you. Yeah. Which one would you like to make a case for first? Remember, your ticket can be revoked mm-hmm. if the other members don't think your case is compelling enough. We officially have a trend. With PlayStation exclusives, they review well. This is simple fact. We're, we're looking. We're looking at Horizon. We're looking at Uncharted Four. We're looking at Spider Man. We're looking at uh, uh, God of War, and I mean, even Detroit, which is I think Detroit reviewed better than it is basically. And so like just hands down, you know that this team is getting the support it needs. You know that this team is getting the budget they need. You know 
right now, whether you're going to love the game or not, it will review well. These games are designed to review well. These games are designed to be good single-player games. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch has been uh, dormant for a while, and also I feel confident it's a 2019 game. Almost went Last of Us, but I don't know about that game coming out this year. I feel like we're going to see some cool samurai ghosts within the next 12 months. Kyle, uh... I liked that you talked about the things surrounding the game, not necessarily the, ga- the game itself. Yeah, that's, I'm thinking about this pra- 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 pragmatically. Right, right, yeah. right. But I think all of those things are true. <laughs> yeah. I think all of those things were very true in both uh, 2016 and 2017 and 20. Well, 2017 and 2018 primarily is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think I think that's a convincing argument. I buy it. Other ticket holder, do you buy Kyle's Ghost of Tsushima? Do you think it deserves to fly high? I buy it. Okay. I buy it. Now... What I think, uh, we, we have an expert on the panel who will have to judge your reasoning for Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yes. Uh, RE Engine is mm. one of the most impressive uh, graphical engines of the current generation. Uh, what Capcom's been pulling off with Resident Evil 7, with what we've seen so far of Devil May Cry 5, uh, and what we've seen so far of Resident Evil 2 uh, it's astounding. It's astounding that that is coming from a studio who, even a few years ago, uh, had lost a lot of their uh, prestige. Uh, we didn't believe in Capcom even three years ago. And so for them to come out with this, uh, it's it's a it's shockingly good-looking game. It's a shockingly good-looking interpretation of a game that could be seen as silly by today's standards. You could look at a, an old zombie game on the PlayStation 1, and you could roll your eyes. Uh, but this handles that source material respectfully. Like, I believe I believe in, in this game's vision. I believe this scenario, these characters, uh, uh, this location, all of these things meant something can still be scary. And the game comes in this wholeheartedly. The game believes in all of this and makes itself scary, makes everything dark, makes it so you can't see anything outside of the flashlight. And just, um, it's a full interpretation. It's a full reimagination. And I think this is going to review well as well. And I think it's going to stick with people the entire year. I don't think there will be a better horror game for the rest of the year. I super buy that. Huber? Buy it. All right. All my money. That means <laughs> Kyle has justified himself as a ticket holder. Nice. He has he has accomplished the first round of Ticket to Fly. Nice. Which means that now, Kyle, you are a judge. Okay. You The tables have turned, and now Huber and I get to make our decision. We will use one of our Pokemon to pick two games from this list. Huber, do you want to see what's left? Do you want to re- the list to repeat, or do you have two in mind? I got two. Okay. I think. I have. I know I have one. Okay. You have to have two. You don't have to yeah. do them consecutively. Uh, I'm just going to do one at first. Okay, that's I'll fine. Let you go. Remember that your Pokemon has to choose it. Tangela. Okay. Chooses Kingdom Hearts 3. Nice. That was going to be one of my two. This is the easiest buy (laughs) in the business. This game is guaranteed to have a lasting effect on people that are committed to this franchise, and I think even newcomers. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be the one that sells the franchise to newcomers. And 
the reason I, I, I'm so convinced about this game is because one, it's a culmination. We've been waiting a really, really long time, some more than others. Been waiting a really long time for this. All the pieces are in place. Coming back and, and going through this franchise and seeing where it was left off in Dream Drop Distance is so hype. Where this game is going to pick up is perfect. I was I was explaining to uh, to Brad and Damiani, you know, Kingdom Hearts is very confusing. Ben famously said, the more you play, the more confused <laughs> you'll be. I think Dream Drop Distance did a wonderful job of kind of setting it up in a neat, easy to follow way. Light versus dark, seven versus 13, let's go. And Fragmentary Passage is one of the best prologues I've ever played. I've never really been good. so hyped to use magic. Some of the sickest magic I've used in video games, busting out those spells, my screen shakes, my speakers shake, just a little taste of Kingdom Hearts 3 right there. Fragmentary Passage, we've already played the game. Oh, and if you needed more proof, Resident experts Damiani and Brad and I think Ben have all played. No, they're way more expert on it than I am. But they've played the game. Did you play it? Fragmentary Passage. Kingdom Hearts three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've all played it. They've all loved it. Yeah. What more proof do you need? Yeah. Uh, I will let. It seems like Kyle has a judgment in. Uh, I'm gonna let Kyle say what he's gonna say. Not only do I buy it, <laughs> I'm pissed off. That I'm not playing Kingdom Hearts 3 right now because it's so close. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Simply perfect. Simply perfect. I think it's a risky ticket purchase. No way. No I, way. I think that you're buying a ticket without the insurance. It might get canceled. <laughs> two, two weeks yes. away, man. You're flying to an island in the middle of storm season. Uh, but There's I'll buy no it. way Kingdom Hearts 3 <laughs> is getting canceled. Not that it gets canceled, man, but that it, that it doesn't live bomb. Up. That it doesn't, like, yeah, even live up. Even, like, just if somebody says meh about Kingdom Hearts 3, I'll be heartbroken. Dude, vision, Kyle. Kyle. This game has a vision. You You're... always talk about creators' visions. It's got eight visions. <laughs> when I watch a trailer, I see eight different visions. <laughs> I do think because of the expectation and time to Kingdom Hearts 3, True. I think it will inevitably Have disappoint a certain percentage of people just because once something gets that build up, once yeah. it reaches that level, that's it's impossible to overcome. Based on what I've seen, I don't think I'm personally going to be disappointed, <laughs> yeah, oh my which gosh. is a very different thing. I uh, I have a controller in my house that I'm waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 to crack open. Dude, <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the it's the, uh, the yes. it's like some sort of like the 500 anniversary, like they were excited that they sold 500 million or something like yeah. that. I forget what it was, Dude. but it's like this cool like blue with like gold trim on it. It's the coolest controller I've ever seen, and I can't crack it open yet. Dude. Token Hearts 3 comes out. So you you are going to settle on... I'm going to let him do it. I'm just saying, you're, you're buying a ticket during storm season. It's risky. Yeah. It's a risky purchase. It is. I'll, I agree with you, actually. Sure. Uh, it is. I'm going to do... I'm going to do my two games consecutively. I'm choosing Voltorb to give a ticket to fly to two games that it makes perfect sense to choose Voltorb because they're electric. Ooh. Devil May Cry 5 and Doom Eternal. Fair. Okay. Let me tell you about Devil May Cry 5. Mm -hmm. I was excited from the get-go. I enjoy the Devil May Cry games. I'm not a great Devil May Cry player, but I enjoy playing them and learning and getting better and just kind of basking in the ridiculousness of Devil May Cry 5. 
or in Devil May Cry. It's been forever since Devil May Cry 4. It's even been forever since DMC. Um, True, that was a long time ago. I've played Devil May Cry 5. I've played the demo. And much like Kingdom Hearts 3, it was almost an identical experience where it felt like, oh, they just did everything I wanted. It was so reassuring getting to play it. Um, you you have so much of all of the moves that you had with Nero from Devil May Cry 4, but the the Devil Breakers themselves, the fact that they're this they're this resource that you have, they're this expense that you have to pay, where it's not like you need to cycle through them. You gather them, you use what you have, you choose when to cash them in. That on top of the already pristine Devil May Cry 4 base makes it so good. And if if you're somebody that, like, maybe doesn't care, I guess, like, you don't necessarily play it to fret about the combat. Like, you do the combat, but it's not your favorite thing. It's not something you want to dig into. You play it for the story. You play it for the moments. Devil May Cry 5 has moments. Just that first boss fight where you start outside. You have this giant creature who shoots things out of his chest who crashes through this, like, giant chapel, and you're fighting inside, and then you break out of that chapel, and you're in a ruined area, and you can, like, parry his fireballs back at him. It's one boss fight. It is the boss fight that they're willing to show in the demo. How insane is it going to be in the full game, and it's going to be awesome? I'm buying it. I'm buying it. That's a Thursday, or that's a Monday night, 9 p.m. buy. I don't think it's going to disappoint people. I think people are going to be very into it. Yep. I think it'll sell less than four still. And I think that's going to be disappointing, but I think it'll be a success. No. It will be friendly wager time. It will be. It's a new year. Let's do some bad. No. <laughs> Come on. It will be the fastest selling Devil May Cry in franchise history, period. Huber, so it will be. I was not the ex- hype is so real for that game right now. I was not expecting Monster Hunter World to sell yeah. the the numbers that it did, yeah. yep. but I yeah. think Monster Hunter World ha- removes the mental stigma of oh, you've got to like that nobody nobody could even be confused into thinking that they had to play everything else. True, it was a jumping on point for everybody. I'm worried, you know, obviously because it's continuing the story and there's a five at the end of the name that people are going to be like, ah, wait a minute, I haven't played the yeah, other ones. You're right. Do I need to to okay. get here? I'm taking the friendly wager. Yeah, I'm still going to do friendly it. wager accepted. Okay. So with friendly wagers, no stakes. I don't believe so. No that's, okay. that's why it's okay. a wager, not it's a bet. Right? It's a friendly wager. <laughs> but I do think I do it's think wager here. like if it reviews glowingly well, yeah, exceptionally well, yeah, I do think that can overcome some of that mental barrier. Yeah, definitely. As it were, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Doom Eternal. So <laughs> you you're going to encounter a lot of things in your life that will prove your most cynical thoughts where, you know, you live long enough, you, you might get like a little bit of bitterness in you and you'll go, ah, man, that's going to suck. And then it comes out and it sucks and you all right. Mm-hmm. And you just, you feel sad. Every once in a while, there is something that comes along that completely bucks that trend for you personally. I'm not saying it's like this for everybody, but you thought it was going to suck or like it, it wasn't going to just capture you the way that it did. Considering how long Doom 2016 was in development, 
considering how much how little like marketing and buzz there was around it. It was a game that I was curious about. It wasn't a game that I expected to love absolutely. It wasn't a game I was expecting to like just make me smile when I think about it. Mm. Mm. It was so good, so fiery, so awesome. And when I think about game presentations in 2018, like, was there a better one than Doom Eternal? Where that came out of the gate and what it showed us? An expansion of the world? Crazy ideas with multiplayer? New weapons where you're, like, zipping around the environment? When it comes to, like, showing, not telling, I think Doom Eternal showed through and through. I think it is going to be awesome, and I think it is going to blow us away. I'm buying it. I'm buying this one, too buying in this yeah no doubt huber you've got one game left that you need to pick do you want me to read what's left? yeah read them off one more time okay so what we have left is pokemon 2019 metroid prime 4 anthem sekiro shenmue 3 bayonetta 3 fire emblem three houses last of us 2 mortal kombat 11 uh and Gears of War 5. Oh, also, there is one thing I want to make it clear. When it comes to a game of elimination, I think sometimes people get disappointed or surprised when we like show excitement for something but don't pick it in this game. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't pick it doesn't mean we don't believe yeah, in it like or I'm, don't like it. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I'm not picking Shenmue 3. Sure. Because that's, that's just for me. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. The reviews people might, are not gonna like yeah. that game. Yeah. so many people are not gonna like it. So many people aren't even gonna play it. And you know what? Huber doesn't want your takes. So he doesn't want them. No, just, if you if you want to tweet it, Huber, I didn't really like it. Just don't. That's a mute. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Huber, I tried, but I couldn't get into it. Just don't. Don't write that tweet. All right. <laughs> Did you have one picked out from that list, or do you need to hear it one more time? Yeah, I got it. Okay. It's Last of Us. Yeah. It's Last of Us. It's a guarantee. To get... I could write the review right now. Put the 10 on there. Mm-hmm. Ship to blood. <laughs> yeah. Send uh, Jones just some trailers. Mm-hmm. You know, that gameplay. We could milk a review with that. Those, those trailers that have been released. We, we, we publish a three, Last of right? Us 2 review yeah. right now, yeah. straight yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Druckmann's done it again. <laughs> uh, I, I am just so convinced. And the reason I'm convinced is because, first of all, the gameplay was, the gameplay trailer that came out was jaw-dropping. That was amazing. It was everything I wanted in a sequel. It just looked like more nuance, you know, more depth in the traditional gameplay of last of us right do you mean in the garage part the like uh the the just the ai the AI, like her hiding under the car and people coming that like where'd she go where'd you just how smart everyone was in the uh the convenience store like her kind of sneaking all around and and like the the guy grabbing her and like chucking her through the glass in the convenience store just how seamless everything looked was uh it was next level because because even if you go back and you play last of us one you know some of those fist fights and stuff can be a little like oh this is definitely last gen you know so i think the the tech 
the technology now and this being kind of a ps4 swan song is uh is really gonna gonna flex its muscle so i'm not quite there yet with the selling though let me let me wrap this up (laughs) uncharted yeah that's where i wanted to go uh uncharted 4 right people were i think a little critical of it because you know it's kind of like a red dead redemption 2 situation it kind of had the same criticisms here where there was a criticism of like no progression no leveling up i'm not like getting xp and skill points and you know and I feel like that criticism, I even kind of felt it in Uncharted 4 where I was like, you know, I love the story, love going through this world, but there definitely is some kind of missing component. I'm I, I'm ready for that to be back in The Last of Us 2. Just the crafting, the, the, the like leveling up skills, the managing your resources. It's not all just run and gun, go through, blah, blah, blah. You know, there is a... Like a, like a, what's that word I'm looking for? It's like a urgency. There's an urgency to it, you know? Whereas Uncharted 4 is like, get to an encounter, you blast your way through. You either live or die, go back to a checkpoint. I'm excited to- There's a lot re- more to it than that. Of course, I'm, I'm simplifying. But I'm excited for uh, what The Last of Us does. It really like pulls you in because you have to think of long-term. You got to think of supplies and, and scavenge, you know? So I love that. Uh, I buy it. I think the most convincing part of that was definitely just the things that we saw at E3 and you bringing it up. Yeah. I think it was a wise choice to do, for sure. I'm a little nervous. We're buying a ticket to our friend's wedding who has not been engaged yet. For sure. You know, I'm, I'm a little nervous. This is not a 2019 game. Again, huge risk, mm-hmm. but I, I understand your purchase. I'm buying. I'm buying it. Yeah. It's coming this year. Everybody uh, has successfully bought. We've we've trimmed down our list to mm-hmm. six games. Yeah. The games are Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Kingdom Hearts 3, Last of Us 2, Doom Eternal, and Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, once again, you can choose from this list as you see fit. You can take somebody else's choice from the first round. So... Kyle, you could be like, I want to give a ticket to ride to Devil May Cry 5 before I say it. It's first come, first serve here. We're You can only pick one this time, so we're going to go from six games to three. Okay? Oh, so we're only picking among the six that we already have picked? Yes, you are only picking from the six. Can I double down on a decision I already made? You can double down? Yes. So you I'm can. doubling down. I'm hold doubling on, down. Hold on, hold on. We're not quite there yet. The first Pokemon that you used, you have to use again. Okay. This time, that Pokemon will be consumed. Okay. <gasps> it will be consumed. Sorry, it, it, in order to make... So imagine yep. that, that our flight that we were doing mm-hmm. was still in the atmosphere. We're going out of the atmosphere. The Pokemon needs to consume its energy to get out of the atmosphere. Yeah. So hold on to Zangela. To yeah. push hold it on out. to Zangela. You're going to be using Diglett. You're going to be using Coffee. This is why I using, saved Farfetch. This is why I saved I'm gonna him. I'm going to be using Voltorb. Okay. Now, <sighs> begin. Coughing doubles down and goes to Tsushima. All right. 
Ghost of Tsushima makes it to the next round. One of three. <laughs> Tangela doubles down. Hold on, hold on. Oh. We have to do we have to do his first. Got it. Kyle, you'll have to explain while you're doubling down. However, there will be an inquisition. Mm-hmm. Huber and myself are required to ask at least one question, getting you making you sweat a little bit. It's not just going to be you speaking. Fair, fair, fair. It's going to be us pressing you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be part of the liberation. At least one from both of us can interrupt at any time. It will weigh into the deliberations. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Begin. Oh, do I just talk and then you start asking yes. questions? Yes. Okay, so why double down on Ghost of Tsushima? Which is not even announced for 2019. This is another one. We, we, we might be buying our ticket to a, prince, a friend's wedding. That might not happen here, you know? Mm-hmm. But I just, um, I think this is a good year for this game, especially if there's no Last of Us Part Two. I think that the game's design, it's open world design, picking up quests, you know, journeying around uh, ancient Japan, the thing that we've always wanted to be doing. Uh, uh, it's just going to sing to people i think that it's got a broad uh appeal that many people want to get involved with i think it's the right kind of game right time this is happening so kyle it will be very well received uh i'm gonna go back to the first argument that you had Mm -hmm. where you talked about the kind of record that playstation has been having yeah they've had a great record Mm -hmm. i also think great records can work against you where the more amazing exclusives you have, the more that 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 expectation for quality goes up. And it can't keep going up forever. Do you think that Ghost of Tsushima will meet the standards set by things like God of War, Last of Us, Horizon Zero Dawn? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think in open world design, it will exceed Spider-Man. I think in story, it will exceed God of War. You know, I think it will exceed oh. in particular ways. Exceed God of War story. You heard me. You think that this samurai fellow is going to have a more intimate relationship with any character in the game as strong as Kratos and Atreus? Healy will have more intimate, we'll have more characters. We'll have more people we care about than one or two. Uh, there won't be anyone as funny as the head. What was the head called? Mimir. Mimir. There won't be anyone as funny as Mimir. I don't <laughs> think that'll happen. But I do. I think this will have uh, a more complete uh, story. Uh, you know, I think that God of War benefits from the old games big time. He, that character clearly has a history, and so there will be a lot to uh, discover early on in, in this game. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll. Ex- so what, what I meant to say is, Ben, you're right. Those things can work against it, and it's kind of how like Huber is talking about Uncharted Four. That The Last of Us was working against Uncharted Four. Mm-hmm. Um, they do success works against those games, but I think this one will exceed those in particular ways enough to make it an interesting game on its own. What have you seen from the game or what have you seen from other sources that makes you believe the story is going to resonate that much? Best reveal trailer. Hmm. I have faith in a reveal trailer. I have faith in a premise, a strong premise, and this game has that. Uh, The idea that uh, we are a former samurai casting aside our our honor to save our homeland. It's pretty sick. 
and pretty clear, just clearly defined. You have a goal. You need to go accomplish that goal. And so I think that always benefits a story. But uh, generally, yeah, just I uh, the reason that reveal trailer spoke to me, I guess, is uh, uh, not just the premise, but I guess voice acting. Uh, uh, but also just character faces, responses, reactions are always solid. And so it's cool that those were emphasized in such a thing. I buy it. I buy it. I think he handled the questions well. Hubert, do you have any more? You ha- you are free to ask more questions. No. Uh, I'm worried about... The only thing that I'm... I don't, I don't want to say worried, because I'm really not worried about this game. I am... I want to know more about like the open combat. Like, when there's... like When it's f- not just one-on-one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if it's, if it's cool, if it's mm-hmm. strong enough. You know? Because I, I, I think the duels are going to be amazing. Yeah. But it's like, what happens when there's, like, four samurais running at me is it just like hack and slash batman arkham or what's what's going on here yeah i hope it's four max dude yeah i hope there's never a scenario when i'm you know arthur morgan killing 30 guys yeah 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 yeah. i hope that never happens loses impact dude loses so much impact it's a good point but i'm still buying (laughs) because hopefully when you're fighting those four dudes Next gen AI has your companions fighting like thirty dudes around you, and it all feels natural. Ooh, are we getting into the next gen right now, dude? We're right. Are there. we? Da- are you ready to dabble into that conversation? We are top right of this? there. Because I'm gonna, I'm about to buy. If you're <laughs> if you're gonna tack on next gen, I'm about to buy what you're about to sell. <laughs> are you saying Ghost of Tsushima is no? Okay, I'm just saying that like. The end of a generation to me is almost like next gen because we're just like getting every last little bit out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. You look at where PS4 launched versus where it is now, you know? We had Killzone Shadowfall versus like God Knack of War. Knack 2, yeah. Knack 2, exactly. Knack 2, <laughs> exactly. Knack two the beginning of the generation. Knack 1 versus Knack 2, yeah. yeah. Huber, the floor is open for both of us. I'm doubling down because I wasn't thinking about this game actually for the last like 72 hours, but now I can't stop thinking about The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. I can't. You, you guys have ruined my week now. I'm only going to be thinking about this. Uh, I, I can't, guys. You're killing me. Last of Us Part... That was not what I was expecting. Yeah, Last of Us. Part oh, man. two. Part two. Okay? This is not The Last of Us 2. <laughs> this is a continuation. I can't hear that. This is a continuation, <laughs> dude. We're continuing the story. <laughs> That's all twos! This is part... <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's so much better than that. Because it's continuing the exact same story. It's mm-hmm. not like, uh, you know, I think of like... What's a... What's a like Arkham City... That's not a two, though, in the title. Never mind. You're throwing me off. You're throwing me off. <laughs> These twos. Resident Evil 2. Not a continuation. Not a continuation. Yes. For sure. A continuation, but not. Yes. New characters, new place. This play- This game has new characters, new places. For sure. But it's still deeply rooted in every single thing that happened in the first game. Joel and Ellie. We haven't even seen joel yet i'm waiting i saw him and that is that's that's what i love about this right i think there's so much more done with the last of us part two they have so much more they're not showing it they don't need to show it they don't want to show it they're respecting 
the spoilers, dude. Respecting the players. This game could be like done for all we know. But I think they're holding it close, getting it ready for it for a nice little end of the year, end of the year release, dude. October, it's coming. Last of Us Part Two, guaranteed hit. And we haven't even talked about multiplayer. A lot of people are gonna write it off just like they did with Last of Us One. <laughs> That's what this whole discussion's about. If people write it off, it's phenomenal bad. multiplayer. No, this is the time. This is redemption. That's why we're all buying these tickets. We're buying a plane ticket to redemption. Last of Us Part Two multiplayer. You're not gonna miss it twice. Miss it once. Shame on you. Mm-hmm. No, miss <laughs> it once. Shame, shame on, on Naughty you. Dog. Shame on someone. Shame on you, Naughty Dog. Miss it twice. Shame, <laughs> shame on, on you. you. Yes. <laughs> Last one. Hubert, uh, you often say that you get annoyed at sometimes how much innovation is prized at the cost of everything else. Not that innovation is bad, but sometimes it seems like it's the only thing people focus on. Yeah. Um. And I think it's a very valid point that you brought up a long time ago. However, I feel like specifically in the case of Last of Us, if it is executed really, really, really well, I think in a way that might work against it. And what I mean is like it's it's sort of like not Naughty Dog caught us off guard. It's Naughty Dog did it again. And I just think for the general public... And I'm not saying that this is a good thing, but I just think for the general public, I, I think more of the same never resonates as well totally. as, like, this is a big shakeup. Totally. We've completely changed everything. Uh, is that a concern that you have? Where, like, everybody, at the end of the year, everybody so, says it's great, but it's not, like, their number one or number two pick. So it is a concern, but it doesn't matter because everyone's buying it. Yeah. <laughs> Not creeped out. Everyone. He's doing like yeah. the, the money yeah. motion, oh, yeah. everyone. He's like <laughs> everyone's get like of course it like think about the sequel to God of War, right? God the, of War 2? God the the Oh, God of War 2020. God of War 2020, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. If it's the same camera angle, you, you know, if it's one take again, less impact. Less impact. Right. So I do think though with God of War, they very they very much say this is what's going to happen in the next game for sure in a lot of ways whereas like last of us one is very complete yeah. in my mind definitely and so i do think it's a different situation it's, it's very complete but it also leaves the door open for a lot like that ending dude last of us one that ending's so good it's one of my favorite endings Ever. it's very good so that is why i am convinced last of us part two and they even said you know i feel like I'm an optimist. I, I don't think people are really trying to pull one over, you know? I believe in Naughty Dog. So in my mind, I don't think Naughty Dog is saying, hey, let's make a sequel on this huge game so we can sell some copies and make bank. No. They're making this game because they're passionate about it, because they have something to say, because they have a story to tell. And that excites me. Like, this is not just some, hey, let's make a character... Or let's make another thing because we have these characters, these like Sony mascots, Joel and Ellie. It's like, no, they have something to say with these characters and I'm just ready to listen. I find 
Naughty Dog games <laughs> to be pretentious. Uh, a lot of them, I just figure, like, not enough gameplay. You might as well be a movie. Uh, so how do you respond to that when it's just the core gameplay of Naughty Dog games is so bland. There's not much to it. It's very simple, very easy, practically walking simulators. Uncharted 4 is some of the best action encounters in video game history. Every scenario in that game coming into like ruined areas. You got like snipers in the back dudes in the, in the tall grass, swing points to kind of swing around and and stealth a bunch of guys and get in a position to where you can attack the main area. There's so many different types of combat encounters in Uncharted 4. It just wows me and amazes me the entire way through. You can stealth or go guns blazing with last of us part two. That is going to be amplified even more so because it's going to be all cuts because you're so vulnerable. All too much story. Give me that story. Just give me it. There's so much gameplay, though. When people say, oh, it's just a movie, it's not, though. It's really not because you're still playing it. Period. Like, that argument, there is no argument. Because you're still playing a video game at the end of the day, you know? For as many cutscenes as there are, you know, you can watch a Yakuza cutscene for an hour, play for 10 minutes, watch another 40-minute cutscene. You're still playing. It's still a video game. Metal Gear Solid is still a video game. There's so many cutscenes. But it is still a video game because you are Solid Snake going through, triggering those cutscenes, taking out those genome soldiers. Uneasy alliance with Gray Fox. Same with Last of Us. You will progress. You will feel the struggle as Ellie when the arrows enter your shoulder and you rip it out. You will feel the pain. So, Huber, uh, relating to these characters and buying into their struggle is such a central part is what the game is selling Mm -hmm. but when you're playing as joel and ellie cannot be hurt in any way Mm -hmm. that does kind of contradict one of the primary points of the last of us definitely do you think that sort of gaminess will impact the last of us too no because they will look back and learn from what was lacking. They'll look back at The Last of Us 1 and say, hey, what, what, what went wrong here? What did we do wrong? Oh, well, you know, everyone complained that the AI companion wasn't very smart that would just kind of run around. Clearly, that would be a focus in a sequel, right? That's just my theory. I mean, if I'm working at Naughty Dog, I'm thinking, okay, we don't what even, did we get right? What did we get wrong? We don't even know there will be companions, which is weird. Exactly, yeah. We haven't really... I would imagine, though. Because that's like one of the... Yeah. That's some of the, the pillars best of the stuff, last of us. Dude, yeah. just walking through with a companion and, and just having safety. a conversation. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, it's hard to imagine that that isn't in the game in any form. Oh. Yeah, true, true. And like all those side characters we've seen, I forget their names, but like the kids. Um, I'm ready. Another another question. So for me, I feel like a lot of times, uh, and this is true on a lot of things. Uh, where you have a world that is mysterious, where like something terrible has happened. And you get you get tidbits of answers, but then in sequels they just keep explaining and keep explaining and keep explaining things, and it becomes overexplained and it doesn't feel mysterious anymore, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel special and it doesn't feel dangerous. Um, with this being a sequel, do you think that maybe that is a worry of what will happen? Will they'll 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 
go into character histories or organization histories or just event histories in such a way where it'll be overexplained and it won't feel as mysterious and threatening anymore. Not a fear. In Naughty Dog, I trust. In their writing, I trust. You know, coming off of their last game, Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. So well written. So well acted. Like every cutscene, dude. Chloe Frazier, dude. Nadine Ross. Get out of here with these 10 out of 10 characters. Like, Joel and Ellie, dude. I'm re- Like, make me weep, dude. I'm ready. My tear ducts are wide open, Naughty Dog. <laughs> wide open. Not concerned. Also, I'd, I'd want just a little more, you know? Kind of yeah. like Resident Evil 2. It can be a hard uh, scale to to balance, though. What's up? It can be a hard scale to balance. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah, you know, if they start taking the deep dive into, like, the origins of the virus. So it was actually this mad scientist doing, like, you know, you could easily go down some crazy rabbit hole. But... I don't think they will. No, no evidence yet. I don't think no there will be yet, yeah. origins of the virus. Or if there are origins, it'll just be like, nature, dude, it happened. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other questions, Kyle? I'm good. In fact, I'm buying in. I'll buy in as well. Nice. That was a, a long inquisition, so well done, here. <laughs> We're fending it off. <laughs> it feels like Hall of Great sometimes where, like... <laughs> You know you're buying it, or you know it's getting your vote, but like you have to, yeah. you, you have gotta to try. You got to yeah. prod. Yeah. Uh, you got to burn that Tangela though. Tangela's gone. Tangela. No, no, no. Tangela's safe. You're, safe. You, it's the same Pokemon again. So you use. Okay. Oh, did you use Tangela last time? Yeah. Or did you use yeah. Diglett? I yeah. used Tangela the whole time. So okay. Far. Yep. So you burn. You burn Tangela. So he's here. Sure. Sure. Yep. We can put it there. Okay. I'm uh, burning a Voltorb for Devil May Cry Five. Nice. I'm kind of putting all my chips. On Devil May Cry 5. You are putting all your chips yeah, on Devil May Cry. In, in your entire life, Ben, I feel like... <laughs> your general well-being. Yeah, yeah. Everything rests <laughs> on Devil May Cry 5. I am for a lot of reasons, and I'm happy to get into all of them or most of them, but I think the reason that I haven't brought up yet that to me is very important for many games is when you believe in the creator, I think that mm-hmm. gives you a level of mm-hmm. confidence that you don't otherwise get. Yep. And I believe uh, in Itsuno. I think that man, as far as like things that have come out of Capcom, for me personally, he has been responsible for some of the best stuff. Um, even something like Dragon's Dogma, which I don't like, is not the most widely appreciated game. It was an exciting game. It was a game where I felt like anything could happen. It was a game where um, I, I was, it, it took like this action RPG template and bended it in a completely ridiculous way, like just in terms of its general style. But then you think about the ending and how just batshit insane it gets. And it was exciting in a totally another way. And that, that, that to me makes me feel like this is somebody who's willing to take risks, who, who both understands what already makes it good and will get that in place, but then will push it that extra 10, 20% to go beyond just what you hope for, just what you expect and give you something you didn't even know that you wanted. He's very familiar with Devil May Cry, obviously, It goes without saying, but I don't think he's just going to... Like, the demo showed me 
that like, oh, this I, I'm pretty sure this will be a great Devil May Cry game. It's checking all the boxes that you want it to check. It's got a lot of the old, a good amount of new. Uh, it feels comfortable in a way that I can really get behind. I think it's going to go crazier than that. And I think a hint that you get with Devil May Cry 5 is from V. The fact that he's like summoning these animals to attack people. You think about Devil May Cry. It's, it's very uh, weapons focused in the sense you think of blades, you think of guns, even crazy guns. But using animals to attack your enemies and just maybe the level of control that you have over them. I haven't played V, but just those trailers make me think like, oh, this would be a way to appreciate this series that I never would have thought for, that I never would have guessed they would have gone for. And I bet it's going to be really cool while I also get Dante and Nero at the same time. Um, I also think sometimes that that the industry really still needs games like this. Where, um, like, yes, there is progression in Devil May Cry. Yes, you upgrade things, you collect a resource, you spend points. But it is an action game where it's not really about the skill tree it's not really about checking off all these side quests it's about taking something complex and getting better at it Mm -hmm. it is not just an expansion of time it is is also an expansion of effort and i think the world still needs that um where it's not you can just outstat things you have to outskill them you're not going to get through this boss just because you have this cool thing you have to understand the game to a certain level and you have to push yourself and you have to overcome it um and i think that is still really valuable and i think if you combine that with an awesome story with a great cast of characters you're going to have a game where like no i don't think devil may cry 5 is going to necessarily sell better than maybe any of these other games all the way but I think as far as what will be remembered, what will create an impact, the people that do play it and fall in love with it will fall in love harder than they do anything else this year. It will create a bond because of that effort that you have to go through to understand it, to overcome it, and to appreciate it. I'm buying. Oh, no, we got to ask questions. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, what about the skill ceiling, Ben? I feel like a lot of people will be turned off by this, the difficulty of this game. Yeah. Um, Put it on easy. Right. That like it's not a very good answer, mm-hmm. but that would be my answer is is lowering the difficulty. Um, but Kyle, to expand on that a little bit, I, I feel like there is a certain number of people there, kind of like with fighting games in a way. And I think fighting games have tried to make that better over time. Um, but I think there's just a certain amount of people, like with racing games even, where it's like, I just know I'm I'm never going to be into this. I've just, and it's okay, they're not like mad at it, they're not railing against it, they've just kind of made peace with the fact that, hey, this isn't my type of game, and they move on. And I think that's okay. I think that's okay. I think there's so much going on that not every great game needs to be appreciated by everyone. Only thing I'm concerned about, the story. The story. So we have four Devil May Cry games, mm-hmm. all out of a weird, weird chronological order. You got uh, three, one, four, two, maybe, last time I checked. In terms of timeline? Yeah, three, one, four, two? Three, one, four, two is correct. Okay. Three, one, four, two. Yeah. Two is weird. Yeah. Uh, three, one, two, f- five is after two, even. Yeah. 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 End of the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I think of my favorite games of all time, it's yeah. got both. It's got the gameplay of like Devil May Cry 3, you know what I mean? Just perfection, Bayonetta, so fun going through this game. But I also need a hook. What's my hook in Devil May Cry 5? Just, Just story in, terms, wise? in terms of yeah. story? Yeah. What why do I want to progress through this game other than mastering the combos? So here's what I will say in defense of the story in Devil May Cry. That hurt um, my soul, by the way. If you want to <laughs> put get, on a voice next time. Okay. If you want to get invested, I feel like the stories of one I feel like the stories of all of them are actually very easy to boil down. For sure. Um, where Sparta. Yeah, I, I feel like we you could just son of we could just we could just sit down and be like, okay, this is like really what happens yeah. in Devil May Cry. But one, this is what happens in like five, right? I want it to be the best. I want it to be reach. I want Devil May Cry five to reach new heights to be the best selling game in this franchise. And I feel like we need. Some emotion. No, we need that here emotional we go. hook here we go. I, to really seal the deal to get everyone on board to be I, like, yo. I promise I'm getting there. Okay. I promise I'm getting there. Okay. I feel like Devil May Cry has kind of had, uh, not not counting DMC, not because I don't like DMC, mm. but because it's not part of this storyline. I feel like DMC has had this transition where Devil May Cry 1, it's about Dante. It's about him dealing with his family. Um we don't talk about Devil May Cry 2. Devil May Cry 3, kind of seeing the origins of that character. Mm -hmm. Devil May Cry 4 is weird mm -hmm. because Nero's struggle isn't really Dante's struggle in the same way. He doesn't care about Kyrie in the same way that Nero does. It's meant to be kind of this passing of the torch, but I think story-wise, when you split that game down in the middle, I feel like... Nero is the focus, and then Dante is just kind of along for the ride. It's not that simple. I do love Nero. But I think what is happening, okay, and I'm taking a, a leap here, okay. is Devil May Cry 4, like, wanted to... They didn't want to completely abandon Dante. They wanted him to be around, but they also kind of wanted to be a passing of the torch. So it was this weird in-between. I feel like Devil May Cry 5, what you're going to get is you're not going to get that schism in the same way. All three of these characters are going to be intensely invested equally in what's going on. And there are going to be points where they disagree with each other and they fight with each other. But all three of them are going to be part of the story in a major way. Do we know it's who, not... What's that? Do we know who the big bad is? We've, like, seen the big bad it's in the trailers. It's not, like, dude from 2? No, not I don't think there? so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, Got it. But I, I think... <sighs> I hope, anyway, that that big bad is going to play on each of them evenly or that the way that Virgil is involved gets Nero and Dante in an equal level. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, is like the stakes are going to be there for everybody and that it's going to be kind of this, this build-up until they all break. And that's why I think, I think the story is going to be more important than ever. I don't think you would add this third character and have unless you were going to be like, Okay, he's he's extremely important. He's doing a lot here. Obviously, you could throw in Devil May Cry 2 as an example of, yeah. of a character that you play as that is ultimately not that important. But Devil May Cry 2 is a weird mistake. I don't think we don't talk about it. The evidence is there to support that. <laughs>
I uh, actually don't know the answer to this. Uh, uh, formatting wise, uh, are we going to play through the game three times, once through f- with each character, and like fight the same bosses with each character and everything, like four? I don't know exactly how the structure is going to work. Uh-huh. I don't believe that will be the case. Okay. I believe what will happen is that, like you know, let's say you go, just for an example, you go chapter one to twenty. Um, you will play as Nero for a little bit, then you'll switch off and you'll play as Dante, then you'll switch off and play as V. I don't think we'll run into... I, I don't think they can get away with doing the Devil May Cry 4 thing again where yeah. you're basically doing the same game again. Yeah. I don't think that will happen. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Monday okay. night, 9 o'clock. All right. <laughs> what? That's like the the top 10 out of 10 and Monday 9 p.m., are the oh, best compliments so I can give again. You've digitally pre-ordered. Like is what digi- you're saying. yeah, yes. Monday night digital pre-order unlocked. Boom in. Yep. <laughs> All right, got it. That makes sense. Monday night, nine Here, p.m. Here's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I need we're it's all it's all gonna come down to chance. Okay. In a way, I'm gonna need your three remaining Pokemon. I have Arcanine left. Farfetch. Kyle is Farfetch. Diglett. Michael Huber has Diglett. Here's what we're gonna do. We're going to try to keep this as fair as possible. There can only be one. Highlander. I have all of these cards face down right now. I'm mm-hmm. not looking at them. I'm going to shuffle them. Okay, I'm just going to mix them around. Then I'm going to have Kyle face down, shuffle them. Then I'm going to have Huber face down, shuffle them. Mm-hmm. And then we are going to pick one. Okay. Whoever gets picked, you're going into battle, Kyle, with Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Huber, you're going in with The Last of Us Part 2. I'm going in with Devil May Cry 5, okay? Keep in mind that whoever gets picked, if you buy it, that means they're beating your game. So you have a stake in this. They have to again make an argument. We again have to make questions. It's going through this third round. If we decide not to buy it, they're out, and it becomes between two. And we'll pick another card at random. Kyle? Okay. My, ch- again. my chance to shuffle. Yep. Kyle has his, is not looking at them. They're underneath the table. Huber. That was a fake shuffle. What are you talking about? Make it more random. You were doing it in an order. I was putting the bottom one in the middle a couple times. That's it. Sh- sh- make okay. it random. All right. Random. Random. Put the top on the bottom sometimes. Okay. All right. It's going all the way. Top, I don't know bottom. how you can tell. I I didn't get any of that. Multiple shuffling, dude. If you put the bottom one in the middle a couple of times, the top one stays on the top. Okay, there we go. Okay. No fake shuffling. No fake shuffling. We got legit shuffling. Can you hand me the cards face down, please? <laughs> face down. All right, Kyle. I'm going to fan these out. Uh-huh. I'm going to have you pick one of the cards. It's the middle one. Okay. The card in the middle is Diglett. <gasps> Which means Michael Huber Mm -hmm. has to defend The Last of Us Part 2. You are saying you're more confident it will be better than Ghost of Tsushima and Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. One million trillion Here's what I need you to to prove to me. To make me believe that this is a 2019 game. That's the only thing I ask. (laughs) Okay. Why is this going to be a 2019 game? Because PS5 is in 2020. It's time for the last ride. I need more. 
I need because more evidence. No, I need fact-based evidence. Because there was no PSX in 2018. Mm-hmm. We would have seen hmm. another sick trailer for Last of Us Part 2. Demo, probably. Maybe, yeah. Demo, yeah. hands-on at PSX. We would have seen something big. Something substantial enough going into 2019. Then you have E3 again. You know, then they show something to E3. Hey, we're coming out in October. You know, the legendary goatee month. Mm-hmm. So I think, dude, I really think it's farther along or further along than uh, than they want us to believe. I really, really do. Huber, I think I could probably say story-wise, maybe I'm more excited for Last of Us 2 than the other games because like I said the last of us ending and just that relationship between Joel and Ellie I mean it, it was phenomenal for me it worked I bought into it I loved it I was emotional at the end I think it is I think it is honestly very hard for games to make me emotional out of these three games I am the least excited to play the last of us really yeah what I mean by that yeah, yeah. what I mean by that is it's not that I think it will be bad or even yeah. mediocre I think I will enjoy playing it but I can already see like exactly how I'm going to sneak up behind things and stealth kill them, distract people with bottles or bricks, <laughs> uh, you know, get headshots with a bow and arrow. Um, and I how think, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Good does it feel? No, it feels fantastic to get that headshot with that bow and arrow. It feels fantastic, <laughs> but. Uh, kind of what Kyle was saying with the premise of Ghost of Tsushima, there aren't a lot of games fighting in that space. Uh, with Devil May Cry, I don't think there are a lot of games, especially right now, fighting in the character action space beyond Bayonetta. Whereas, like, I feel as though The Last of Us, people crib from that way more. And so kind of sneaking around, stealth killing things, distracting enemies has been done a lot. But it never gets old. Going through a darkened building hearing those clickers around promise well, me two more things it's so good man I, you're you're so pumped to do it you are so pumped to enter a building i am infested pumped. with clickers i am i'm pumped <laughs> but i'm saying i'm right now less pumped than the other two if you can tell me that that's going to be a better experience i need two promises one no crate pushing can you promise me that you will you will push something in a puzzle. You will push something. Why should I be excited to push more crates? Pushing crates is a staple of video games, Kyle. <laughs> it is like leveling up. The Ghost of Tsushima is not going to be pushing crates. There's going to be like pushing empty jars on something. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some kind of... Empty jar or mm-hmm. barrel. You're going to be pushing barrels. Some kind of uh, empty <laughs> jar. So uh, another thing I want you to promise me, uh, shivs in... He did not promise you that, by the way. In The Last of Us, <laughs> they break. Shivs break. Yeah. In Left Behind, don't break. Will, Last of Us Part 2, have a new shiv system? Yes. Okay. There will be a new craft. Crafting will be expanded upon. Yeah, because it was like... It was, sometimes there's just a clicker blocking a door and I don't have a shiv you know that's when it sucks and just scared away and then run in while it's scared dude that one that first encounter where they're guarding the ladder that legendary part where everyone quits because it's too intense Mm -hmm. and you die by the clicker 19 times in a row yeah you just throw a bottle 
and then you have to like grab the ladder and set it up dude the anxiety yeah are you ready to be anxious <laughs> are you ready fight like i i crave the feeling of danger for a video game character i truly care about the idea that Joel and Ellie's lives will be at risk, not only from like a stray bullet or a clicker bite, but also for their relationship. Their relationship is in danger. Spoiler alert. Just thinking about Last of Us 1, you know, some stuff happens in there. Just thinking about where that is going to go. What is going to happen with these characters? Nothing excites me more. It's like God of War with Kratos. It's like, where is this going to go? I need to see this journey through. Nothing excites me more than seeing where these characters will go. That should be reason enough to buy a ticket. I'm buying a ticket to their story. Ben, I am sacrificing my far-fetched. I'm joining up with the Diglett. <laughs> Tossing his leak into the trash. <laughs> Sorry, Farfetch'd. I'm joining up with a Diglett. Ben? I, we could be a Doug Trio. <laughs> I have another question. We're like a dag duo right something, now. <laughs> something that I really respect about God of War, one of the biggest things I would say just is the axe. Where mm. it... it is this it's this perfect weapon for this God of War sequel because it is everything that the rest of the game is. It is so surprising, so out of left field, this axe that you can recall from anywhere, but it fits just so commandingly. Um, and it made just the simple act of fighting the most basic enemies fun because of how much you could do with it. Uh, just throwing it at their legs. Uh, hit, picking picking off a guy in the distance, recalling it, and then getting right back in the fray. It felt so much like God of War in a way I never could have predicted. And in The Last of Us Part Two, I think I need more than just the clickers that I saw in Last of Us 1. I think I need more than just a sense of danger. Like, I need... You, we, you asked me with Devil May Cry 5, the hook. I need to know the gameplay hook of The Last of Us Part Two, Like, you're right, Huber. I'm pumped. I'm going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I want to love it. I want to be awed Dude, by it. Dude, that AI, Ben, the secret weapon. The AI. Next-gen AI. Characters so seamless and real commenting on what you do, adapting to what you do. You can't help but be like, what am I, am I playing right now? Is it a movie? No. <laughs> Come on. Uh, another part of of uh, The Last of Us that we don't talk about, that's like one of my favorite parts, is uh, environments and... The best environments. Traversal dude. through them. The, the school. Yeah. Oh. You know, my one of my favorite things in games is seeing something in a distance and then you're there yeah. uh, minutes later or, you know... Sometimes an hour the later. The giant, the building that's like resting on the other building. Yeah, and just in the first part up. of the game, the oh. first season. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that stuff. I love that. I just, I, I love the environments, Ben. You have to trust this team has incredible stuff to show us. Yeah. The giraffes, dude. 
the giraffes. I will say... I don't want him to show it. Just I don't yeah. want him to do Uncharted 3 and show us the plane. Mm-hmm. Right. Hold off. I don't want that either. I swear, this game's going to shadow drop now. I'm so convinced. Like, <laughs> they're keeping it all close, dude. Just thinking about <laughs> Lost Legacy, which to me was so impressive yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, and Kyle, you really crushed it, I think, because... I loved just walking around in Lost Legacy, and it's a hard thing to describe on a podcast, but things looked so good and wonderful, and how you could move through them felt so clean. Like It was just enchanting kind of playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It wasn't this wildly new thing. It wasn't different, but they were, they were operating on a level that I hadn't seen yet. I think there are games that have come out that have kind of caught up to that in a way, uh, but at the time, it just... It felt magical. I mean, like, sure, I've gone underwater or I've explored ruins in a bunch of other games, but I had never done it quite in that level yeah. with that level of fidelity. Just how it all feeds in on itself, you know? Yeah. Nailing a headshot with such few bullets feels so good. All that stuff and finding bullets. Like, when you're going through these wonderful environments, the atmosphere, and you're just picking through and you find things, it feels so good. It just feels so good to exist in this brutally harsh world you know it's just crazy because everything what you do everything said and everything done in the last of us matters every single thing i'm going to sacrifice my arcanine (laughs) for the last was part two Doug Trio, baby. Doug Trio. We are a Doug Trio. Yes. This this panel this panel right here, Ben mm-hmm. Moore, Kyle Bossman, Michael Huber. Michael Huber has convinced us that <laughs> Last of Us Part 2 will be an excellent video game. In 2019. We have the most in confidence in 2019. <laughs> yes. It will come out this year. We have more confidence in it than any other game that will come out. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. He's got me convinced. <laughs> yep. Draft your tweets. <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. Number one, Last of Us <laughs> 2. Two and three, not in any particular order, but Ghost of Tsushima and Devil May Cry 5. Nice. That's our top three. Yeah, what if Ghost of Tsushima is next year? It didn't get number one, though. Yeah. We it, need it's, Last of Us Part 2 to be 2019. It's going to be 2020, yeah. Ghost, is, Ghost, is, Ghost will win next year. Ghost of Tsushima will win, ne- win yeah. next year. All right. That was really fun. That Yo, was almost gonna, a whole podcast. That gonna, was almost a whole podcast. We're going to continue But that's this the beauty of Frame Trap. We're yeah. only just beginning. We're going to continue this conversation yeah. as a squad streaming in 2019, The Last of Us Part 2 multiplayer. I'm you not going to squad up. Dude, you're squatting Come on, up. Kyle. I'll do it for one night like last time. That's okay. Fine. One, that's fine. one solid one night, night of uh, Last of Us multiplayer. Okay. Great time. Good. And then uh, I'm out. As long as we get you once. Yeah. Okay. Crossbow. Thank you, audience, for going along with my my dumb little convoluted game. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed talking about it. The The podcast is honestly just getting started. Yeah, that can we the save first the audio? Bit. I'm a little nervous. I'm, like, holding my breath here. Lock we're, in autosave? We're, we're going yeah. to ride it out. Oh, okay. okay. We're going to ride it out. Rolling right. the dice. It wouldn't be frame trap if we didn't ride it out. Right. I'm so um, nervous. Before we get into talking about games specifically, I think... Uh, rather than just jumping into more super discussion-heavy stuff, uh, we are going to break it up with a, a much more lighthearted, much simpler, much quicker game. Mm-hmm. It's time for Cotton Frame Trap. Because 
the Hotake was so involved this time. I kept this real simple. We're doing another real or fake, where you have to tell me oh, if nice. the thing I give you is a real thing that actually exists or a fake thing that I made up. This time I'm doing Animal Crossing characters. Okay. Because there are so many of mm -hmm. them. Okay. All right. Before we get to the real or fake portion of Frame Trap, we've got some wonderful sponsors. We've got uh, some exciting changes and additions to our sponsors. First, as always, the the stalwart sponsor of Frame Trap, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering. Thank you, Greg. Next, we have Zotek. Hi, allies. With the hype train for Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers pulling out of the station, I wanted to send out an invite to any allies on the Mattias server or greater uh, Aether Data Center to join our free company or cross-world link shell. Search me up on Twitter at Zotig and send me a message. Whether you're just starting out in Aorzea or have been playing for years, let's get ready for Shadowbringers together. Uh, he said that some people have already reached out to him, which is pretty cool. How do you spell Zotig? Zotig. It'll be on the screen, but it's okay. X-O-T-I-G. Oh, that is not what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, we've got JoJo's Denko. JoJo! Denko! It's about to go to commercials like, JoJo! <laughs> Uh, Jojo Part 5 is really good, yeah. by the way. <laughs> and, and sorry, sorry, Jojo's dead. Go. Yeah. Uh, the end music, dude. Yeah, it's to be continued. It's it. like, girl, you're making me so hungry. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? I, I think it's like, when I think I wake up. You made, you made me feel so hearty. <laughs> yeah, it's called Freaking You. I, I think I totally butchered the lyrics there, but it's this like... R&B slow yeah, jam. Like, yeah, yeah, And just a bunch of like JoJo characters posing. It's so good, dude. I need to watch yeah. more. It's Hubert. I want to watch like more. It, it's I all still, good, but season five has been really good so far. I got so much to catch up on. I know. Just my hero. Just focus on my hero. Don't worry yeah. about it. Still on episode eight. After JoJo's Dentco, when I think I wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those aren't the right lyrics, but they're kind of along those lines. Anyway, after that, we've got Oh Yes, Cool Great. Thank you, All Yes, Cool Great. And next, brand new, we have Easy A Weekly Clips. Do you miss the weekly uh, Twitch clip compilations? Boy, do I have good news. They're back in a totally unofficial, but still pretty cool capacity. <laughs> Check out what Cell Splitter calls very good. Uh, Cell Splitter said that? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> <laughs> Nani? Uh, but for real, I think it's cool that you're doing that. Thank you so much. And now, a little explosion. A little explosion time. Mega Sponsor! Uh, very cool Mega Sponsor, Fantasy Critic Games. Fantasy Critic is a new site where video gaming meets fantasy football. Grab your friends, create a league, and face off as you predict what the year's top-rated video games will be. That's basically what we do. Just like fantasy football, you'll hold a draft and stock your roster with the hottest up-and-coming titles. At the end of the year, the player with the best lineup of games based on review scores, courtesy of OpenCritic.com, will be crowned the winner. Think you know what games will come out on top? Head to Fantasy Critic. Uh, head to fantasycritic.games now and play for free forever. Forever. You know, I wouldn't promise that. Never promise something's free forever. If you're making a business, it's free now. Sure, absolutely. But, like, you might want to make some money off of it someday. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a little Kyle tip. Free business <laughs> advice. <laughs> a little Kyle tip. 
Uh, really cool website, though. Absolutely worth checking out. It's really, yeah. really, really, really cool. It sounds <laughs> fun. <free> business advice. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> All right, we're ready to do free, this? Free, but not forever. <laughs> I might start charging you. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, real or fake Animal Crossing characters. Um, I feel like, Kyle, you might have a little bit of an advantage in this, yeah. but I think it might be hard for both of you. We'll see. Yeah, I've only played uh, uh, New Leaf. Ever? Yeah. That's the only Animal Crossing game I played. Whoa! I've played I'm, I've played New Leaf, uh, some on GameCube, and then Pocket Camp. What do you played? N sixty four. Whoa! You played the N sixty four version it that was... didn't come out over here in Japan. You flew no. to Japan and okay. played that game. GameCube. <laughs> Sorry, GameCube. I thought N sixty four was the first. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> GameCube and the mobile one. That's it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So you didn't okay. play New Leaf. Was that three DS? Yes. Yeah. Didn't didn't play okay. that one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I feel like that kind of we're all around yeah, the same it's spot. Nice. Right. It's crazy now that the N sixty four and GameCube eras are like merging in my brain. Kind of, it's not right, dude, because they're so right. different. I yeah. know. Is like Animal Crossing? I could have sworn that was N sixty four. It was. I mean, it, well, it was, game. but yeah. it just not here yeah. specifically. Crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. First character: ketchup, real or fake? Fake. It's just called ketchup. Ketchup. Spell it. Uh, K e t. C oh, that's H-U-P. real. That's real, man. Good call, Cal. It's real. It. I'm real. Both of you are real. You yeah. change it to real. You're correct. It's real. Spelling, dude. Sleuthing. <laughs> <laughs> Spelling bee here. Next, we have <laughs> deli, like deli sandwich. Real. Also, no. No, no, no. If you were saying real, I'm saying fake. Okay, here we're real. Kyle, fake. Yeah. Are we locking it in? Yeah. It's real. Oh. Here pulls ahead. Ketchup probably works with deli. Yeah, I know. We got a we got a theme here. Got to be careful. Next, we have mango. There's only one mango. Is it real? Are you doing an SNL reference? Uh, oh, our, our sponsor, yeah. mango. Okay, yeah. of course. Um, the one true mango. Uh, no, I'm. There has to be across all Animal Crossing games one mango. I'm saying true. Dude, what if Mango's name is based off of this Animal Crossing character? Then I'm gonna feel really bad. You'll feel awful. But I'm saying not real. So wait a minute. You're Huber saying not real. Not I'm real. saying real. Huber wins again. It's yeah. it's fake. There's no mangoes. <laughs> there, so mangoes. You pick up mangoes. Mangoes you can collect. Oh wow. But I guess that'd be confusing for a mango to request a mango, and so they can't. I do mean, it. yeah. Okay. Not the. Not the. I'm not. I don't know every single Animal Crossing character by any means. Not even close. Mm-hmm. I'm using the Animal Crossing wiki. Sure, that is what I what I was referencing for this little game. I would do the same. Absolutely, yeah. All right, Elvis. Is that real? Real or fake. Real. Kyle is right. It's real. So you're both right. I mean, you're both right. Yeah. Kyle was on it first. Uh, there's no way for Kyle to catch up because Huber's four and Kyle's at two. But Spell catch up. <laughs> the last one we're gonna play it out bowie is bowie real or fake fake well i'll say real just to get some points sure it is fake Ugh. bowie huber you have won the privilege of breaking us out of the frame trap what what gesture phrase would you like to do that will that will shake us out of this What's a sick Doug Trio move? Earthquake. Dude, we do we do earthquake. You have to you do have to it. You have to tell then. him to do it, we dude. We do it. No, be his master. Doug Trio! 
earthquake. <laughs> it's super effective. Do you ever have those moments where you like can't believe this is a real job? That Doug Trio earthquake was right there for me. Mm -hmm. All right. It all pays off. Thanks for going along with that. Don't let your mom tell you not to play Pokemon. It's all going to pay off later on. Shake your finger at her. No, mom. In the, uh, in the lost discussion that we had, in the lost bit of podcast that we did, I found out uh, that, Kyle, you just finished this game over the weekend. I just finished this game over the weekend. It took me forever to get to, but I finally got to it. I finally played through it. Uh, I want to get both of our thoughts on Valkyria Chronicles 4. Yeah. Um, and you played... Can I do a research break at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Okay. Uh, we're going we're gonna to keep chatting. Keep chatting. You played some of Valkyria Chronicles 1. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Stopped at the tank. Stopped at the tank. Because Very I was notorious. only leveling up my snipers. And I sure. had zero uh, uh, rocket launcher people. Lancers. Lancers. Um, but you, you saw all of Valkyria Chronicles 4, and we were saying earlier, like, man, some of those missions are pretty hard. What is it about 4 that made you want to persevere and stick with it? Um, well, I mean, the leveling works in this game where, like, you can catch up a unit pretty quickly, you can do skirmishes or whatever, gain some extra experience points, but basically every single character of that class is of the same level, which mm -hmm. I like. Um, but, I mean, besides that, I, I, it's just, man, it's just, a, it's a cool-looking game. I, I, I like the aesthetic. I like the aesthetic of one, obviously, but, like, I, I don't... Ben, sometimes something as simple as like oh, we're also going to where it snows is like I'm, I want to go to there. Sure, yeah. Um, but I, an RPG where you're leveling up that is also a turn-based strategy game is something I'm into. You know, I'm I'm, I'm into uh, uh, Fire Emblem for the same reasons. To me, it's like a 3D. It's what I would want uh, with Three Kingdoms. Yeah, well, no, no, for Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem yeah. Three Houses. Three Houses. It's, yeah. what I, it's what I ideally was imagining Three Houses would look like, and it doesn't, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it is. It's like a Fire Emblem game to me. It's, it's fun turn-based strategy. Um, sometimes it's miserable, but generally I like leveling up units. I like getting them new weapons and new armor and, you know, popping up into different parts of the map and using snipers and using lancers and using people with close combat, uh, using the tanks. Uh, I just, it's, it's fun. It's just, there's a lot of fun to this game. I think. Did you get stuck on any bosses this time? Yes. Yeah. There the were, winter there were witch. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Dang. I know yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not, were you saying the, the first time or later on? Uh, I guess the last time I fought her, yeah, it was, yeah. it was yeah. beastly. That was, yeah. It but was you had hope. For me too. Had hope. Because when you fought that tank in the first game, no hope. Exactly. You had That's no what I'm hope. talking about. So basically they changed the way you can level up and nice. keep your army all on the same page and stuff like got that. Got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah. Very cool. I do think 4 does a better job, like, if you've never played Valkyria Chronicles before, I feel like, especially, like, the first two, maybe three chapters are pretty easygoing. Oh, they're so... so I remember being annoyed by how often it stops you, the tutorials. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, that's Here's fair. how movement works. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. in terms of feeding you information, I feel like it uh, gives you new things, new ways that you can flex your army. Mm -hmm. Like, all that stuff is pretty well spaced out. And yeah. so it, it, it never felt like to me that there was too much in any one given time. Uh, I'm going off memory here. I haven't played Valkyria 1 since I reviewed the Definitive Edition uh, that came out on PS4, that re-release. Uh, but I feel like for the the mission objectives are better and more varied and the maps are better. Yeah. 
Like, um, how cool is the one where you just have to, like, snipe the si- – I was just thinking of this yesterday, where you yeah, snipe the signs so to change on. the numbers on those. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's just different objectives other than just kill everybody on that map. Yeah, uh, and I feel like uh, in one, uh, like, scouts are still really important in four, and so scouts are your big – movement people they can move the farthest you want to get ahead so you can see where the enemy is or maybe you just want to quickly capture a base or something uh in one there were a lot of times where i felt like they were carrying the vast majority of the team and like i just wasn't using everybody else in the same capacity i was using scouts here scouts are very still very useful but i feel like the maps are more complex there's more going on with them it's harder to get around where it's not just so obvious where it's like okay i'm gonna run my scout all the way over here um, and I feel like the other classes are more useful uh, as well. I do think Lancer kind of eventually just gets completely eclipsed by the Grenadier, but I felt like I really wanted a balanced team most of the time. And I felt like a lot of the maps could be a lot of ways, like really satisfying puzzles. Like there'd be times where I would do the map the first time, I'd be so overwhelmed, I'd just get completely obliterated, where it'd be like, oh man, how will I ever overcome this? Whether it was like a super powerful unit, or it was just a bunch of turrets, or whatever it was, there would be moments where I was just like frustrated, because it seemed too hard to overcome, and then I would walk away, I'd like go take a shower or something, and be like, wait, why don't I try this? And then you'd have that moment, you'd have that breakthrough where you're like, oh no, the game was just pushing me to outthink it. And I, I, I feel like for the most part, uh, there was this really satisfying give and take with Valkyria Chronicles 4 where I couldn't just apply the same method every time. It would bend me to think outside of my comfort zone, outside of my usual approaches. And I really loved that. Uh, Kyle, was that kind of your experience where you'd have to yeah. get creative? And that's what's funny about it to me, Ben, is like you think of like um, those stupid metal puzzles in real life that are like four interconnected rings. And they're just like, if you figure out how to take this apart, like, you know, it's just like it's very simple. But like I feel like with Valkyria, it's just like sometimes I just like ripped that puzzle apart. Sometimes the solution I got was not the intended game solution at all. But I love when that just works. I love when you can find a solution that is obtuse, that I'm working too hard to make happen. But when that does happen, when I am, I have like a fleet of three lancers and an engineer giving them all ammo, and somehow that works. Right. I'm so pumped. Yeah. I'm really, really pumped. And it's slow. The game's so slow. It's Ben, I didn't learn until I was on the last mission, maybe second to last, that you could do save states, basically. You could yeah, save, save every turn. Yeah. I would recommend anybody who's thinking about picking this up, just get that drilled into your brain early, because I was resetting many, many, many times, yeah. losing hours and hours now that I think about it. Um, it's a very slowly paced game, so you do have to care about your units. You do have to think about, like if it's smart to send them out on this turn. And that's one of the things that bothered me in the beginning, Ben, is that the way you're graded on this isn't by how many people you killed or how many people that that have been killed on your team. Yeah. It's strictly how many turns you took. Yeah. So it's always telling you to do this as fast as possible, which can be very, very frustrating. Eventually I gave up on that, and then I got really good at doing getting A's by the end. Yeah. Um, I guess you just level up. Well, I, I think kind of what happens at least for me, is I kind of got better at thinking in that way mm-hmm. of, of not being like, okay, you know, I'm going to do what I think is best and move like slowly and defensively and wipe everything out. It's like, no, I'm going to see if despite all the defenses it has, despite everything, how efficient I can be. I'm going to try. And I feel like Valkyria Chronicles does kind of shape you in that way where 
it feels a little bit unnatural sometimes where the risks that you're taking feel far too crazy. But if you abuse the systems, if you, especially if you abuse the orders, you can do things that don't otherwise seem possible. Like even just slapping a defense order on somebody, like you can just withstand so much and abusing that will get you very, very far. And so once you kind of speak its language, uh, it gets very, very fun thinking that way. Mm -hmm. I do think a problem that Valkyria Chronicles 4 has and Valkyria Chronicles 1 has this as well, is understanding that language can be really difficult, and if you're not willing to seek outside resources or be very patient, I can imagine it'll put a lot of people off where like, you might find out the right thing to do and you'd be like, what, really? And there are a lot of things where Valkyria Chronicles 4 will make them super obvious. Like, there'll be a change in objective, or there will be uh, a, a special condition to this environment. Like, you're going to lose... Uh, vision every other turn and it will really spell those things out uh, it'll be like this is exactly how this is going to work and then you see it and it's obvious and it just clicks I feel like there are sometimes with the bosses specifically and it throws a lot of very powerful units at you throughout the game where there were moments where I'm like I don't understand how this works you're not really talking about it and I just kind of have to fail to get through it mm -hmm. um, which which is okay uh, sometimes I do feel like there, there was one too many instances of like, okay, I, I just need to fail miserably, understand what the game is trying to tell me and then do it again where they're like, it was frustrating how clearly it would spell some things out and then leave things that totally didn't need to be cryptic or weren't satisfying to uncover still cryptic, whether it comes to like how this boss functions or whatever, like it just felt like there'd be moments where you would try something based on the information it presented fail miserably, and then it would tell you, like, the next turn. And it's like, well, that <laughs> first turn, I already completely messed up because I didn't know that. And so that doesn't really feel good. That, and on some level, it does feel like you're you're just kind of wasting time. And so that sometimes, it, sometimes they're unnecessary. Like, oh, we could use these sewer tunnels. It's like, you don't need, I don't need those sewer tunnels. It's just going to make me lose faster. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need the things that they're pointing out. But again, I feel like that's like stretching out that stupid steel puzzle and solving it your own way. Right. And saying, look, Grandpa, I did it. He's like, what? You broke it. It's like, right. Ah, well, I did the thing. And you, you do. You take yeah. pride in that yeah. when, you, when you take ownership over your victories, for sure. Uh, Kyle, I want to talk about the story a little bit. Sure. Um, I want to talk about first what it did well, I think. Um, man, by the end of it, I really cared about that crew. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it handles it flawlessly. I don't think this is like necessarily this in, uh, incredible presentation of war, but I think it does something that a lot of video games don't, where you're having people, you're having this group of people go through these larger-than-life odds against this seemingly insurmountable force, and they have to sacrifice a lot. They feel real pain. Um, and the game doesn't just gloss over that pain. It's something that they kind of carry with them. It's a pain that informs how they act from there on. And I think that was really nice to see. Uh, I think a lot of times in games, you're just either the, like, undefeatable hero or, like, you just kind of have that sad moment and then it's over. And it was nice to kind of see that last over a period of time. Um, yeah. 
that's that's kind of my I guess my initial outs without spoiling too much. It's kind of my initial impression of the story. Uh, Kyle, did you care about those people in Squad E? Yeah, love Squad E. Uh, you you get favorites. They have enough characters, right? Even like the non-important characters, you just you pick people that you're into, and you're like, oh, I really like these people. And they even have story missions where it's three of them by themselves, nice. And you just they learn to like like each other and and things like that. And so you get aspects of each character. What's insane is that between cutscenes, you go back to a menu every single time. It's so weird the way that chapters work. The Kyle, that's one of my biggest complaints. And like it's a it's a thing in Valkyria Chronicles one, but yeah. in four I just got so tired of certain way the way things are presented. It'll be like a it'll be like fifteen seconds and yes. then come back and like select next chapter. It's like obviously. Yeah, so the or Hubert to explain this, uh the way that it'll work is you have these maps where you're doing the missions and you're doing the gameplay. There'll be some story in there, but the bulk of the story is presented with these dialogue scenes or full-on cutscenes. But the way that it'll do it is it, <laughs> you, it, it's this book mode, and you're like filling out the page, yeah. and it will have this little circle, and you click on it, and sometimes you'll get a lot of dialogue, you get a huge chunk of story, and like Kyle is saying, you'll have other moments where you'll only get 15 seconds, and it's not like that 15 seconds was completely worthless, but you're just like, no. Tack it on yeah. to this really long part. Yeah. And so going through a loading screen, which isn't that long, and being kicked out into the menu, which really isn't that long, but over the course of a 40-hour yeah, game, that, yeah. it really adds up in a way that is incredibly annoying. Yeah. I, I just didn't understand why they were <laughs> doing funny. it that way. That's really funny. Um, and that plays into the upgrading as well. Like hearing Miles... Like so, you uh-huh. there's so many things to upgrade, okay? But he's got like two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you you upgrade like your tanks, your APC, your weapons, your uniforms, um, and then even which when is you're fun because like, they actually like evolve. They slowly yeah. evolve, and there's like skill trees, and you determine Sick. how you want your guns to evolve and stuff like that. The Sick. upgrading is super satisfying. I yeah. love the upgrading itself. It's just every time, and you might do a a ton of upgrades after a major battle. You might have a lot of money to spend and he'll always say something like, oh, wow, this is really great. It'd be a shame not to use it or let me take a picture of that. I think it's just those two. And you... You upgrade so much that like yes. you just you hate it by yeah. the end, or I hated it. It got so annoying, and it's like oh it God. doesn't need to be this yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you level up, uh, you'll have a different character saying like, "Wow, you know, you really push through your limits or whatever." It's here over and over and over again. It, it feels. Can the main uh, story characters die, to see. or just like disposable units? Uh, the disposable units can die. Normally, yeah, if, if they die, it'll be like a mission failure or something like that. Got it. So, yeah, what's cool is you, you have these key story characters, and really anybody, when they lose all their HP, they'll be down on the battlefield, mm-hmm. and you need to try to go get them or use an order to recover them. If the enemy reaches them first, they'll be gone. Got it. Forever. Even a story character? Well, Not a story character. Not a story Then character. it'd be like mission failed. Yeah, okay. Got it. Yeah. Um... Ben, one thing I think this game could benefit a bunch from, and it's funny because we were just talking about Wolfenstein, and I realized how good that was. Mm. Uh, uh, when you're on the ship between missions on Wolfenstein, it's so good. You can go into ship. people's, like, where they're sleeping and go and talk to them. That, like, yeah. food side it's, quest? Yeah, and it's got, yeah, it's got side quests to pick up. It's got, like, little training centers to go into, uh, just map rooms, cool nooks and secrets, cool things that reveal things about characters. Like, that would be so good in a game like this. Right. It's so weird how menu-based it is. Well, it's not weird because it's low budget. They probably spent as much money as they could on a, a Valkyria hub, Chronicles. Dude, yeah. a hub. But I think this game could have benefited from a hub big time. 
Hitman 2, dude. Give me a hub. Mm-hmm. Like that old... The offices would be cool? Yeah. Like a Hitman 2, I think. You're in like the underground bunker type thing in the monastery, and you can like put your guns on the wall. Cool. Just like a little... Love a hub. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember... I forget the game that we always talk about, the one Call of Duty we co-opt. That had a Black hub. Ops three, dude, yeah. yeah. And we just loved our little hubs, yeah. And so we could go into our hubs and just put a put little like in thing on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. like, Call of Duty. It's Call so of fun. Duty having a hub rules too. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Uh, <laughs> I think both the villains in Valkyria Chronicles one and Valkyria Chronicles four are like the ultimate villains are pretty underwhelming. I'm thinking of like Belgar in mm-hmm. four, Belgar. where yep. they they just person. feel a little bit less fleshed out than other characters i do think valkyria chronicles 4 uh as kyle was saying deals with the larger cast a lot better like i cared about the core in valkyria chronicles 1 a lot but i feel like there are a ton of minor characters in valkyria chronicles 4 that i ended up loving maybe not just as much but quite a bit and Mm -hmm. i I feel like i cared about more of my squad uh than i was expecting to Uh, another thing that i think is really great uh, you know, not exclusive to Valkyria Chronicles Four, is just kind of the the presentation of how things happen in the fights, like the sound it makes when you get a headshot. That ping is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are these traits that each of your soldiers have, and a lot of not a lot of them, but some of them are unique to them. And some of those traits are good. Like, you'll do more damage, or you'll get increased accuracy. Some of them are bad, where you'll have the reverse happen. You'll have accuracy go down. And just hearing, like, oh, this person, like, hates being indoors, okay? And so if you're if, if you're in this close-quarter mission, they're going to be sad. And so just, like, that kind of thing to flesh out the characters. But when those traits trigger, when they do happen, and they're giving you a positive or a negative, the way that their face just kind of comes on screen, and they say their little quip, they say their line about why this is awesome or why this is bad, I think it really adds a lot of personality to the characters. You know, that's something uh, that Fire Emblem always gets credit for, is is how much you care about the people that you're sending into battle. Yeah, and yeah. I do think Valkyria Chronicles 4 crushes that, where, like, when I would lose somebody, it wasn't just, no, I'm losing my scout. It's like, oh, no, I'm losing Minerva. I really care about Minerva. Um, and so I thought that was really cool. And, yeah, um, I do think, like we mentioned, it'd be nice if, like, some presentation stuff or structure stuff could be changed a little bit. But, man, yeah, after I finished Valkyria Chronicles 4, Kyle, I'd be really sad if we never got a Valkyria Chronicles 5. It's highly likely we won't. <laughs> yeah. I don't no. think this did well. I don't think it had a good year. Uh but yeah, I'm glad they put in the effort. I'm glad they tried to make it work. Yeah. They did make it work. I'm glad they made an effort to sell it. Dude, Bummer. five will come. V has come too. Hmm? V has come too. How lame is it? How? Uh, I'm so disappointed in the twist of Metal Gear Solid Five. still. Oh, yeah. Don't blame them. Oh, yeah. I kind of I kind of blame, blame Kojima. I kind of blame a little bit because it's a little bit like you'll never know what V has come to <laughs> means. Like we do. We know what it is. You'll never guess. We guessed. We guessed it. I think I'm more. Can I? Can I openly say spoilers about Metal Gear Solid Five now? I think we can. I think it's been three years. If it's been years, yeah. I just want to. Okay. You know what? Even Smash Bros. does. I think. I think in no, maybe they don't. But yeah, it's fine. Let it fly. Let it fly. I'm. I don't know if I'm more pissed about like the main twist or I'm more pissed about Volgan. Because boy, that was terrible. It was nothing. It was nothing. It was nothing. 
Yeah. Yeah. What was the reasoning there, dude? Oh, it was cheap. Like, it was why, cheap. Volgan? And, and Psycho Man is cheap, too. Like, nothing. It's nothing. I think I might have liked that one. It was a, it was kind of cool fight where he's like, you have to burn him or something. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, like, there's just no reason for him to be there at that time. And so, like, he's there because we like Metal Gear Solid 1. And Vulcan's there because we like Metal Gear Solid 3 and no other reason. Hurts. It hurts. Um, Vulcan. I, I guess to maybe put a pin in the Valkyria Chronicles 4 discussion is it's funny because I do feel like, hey, what didn't you like about this game? I have a bunch of stuff to say, but I feel like I say that stuff so enthusiastically because of how much I love this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, in spite of all its faults, in spite of the fact that I don't necessarily think everyone would love it, like it really resonated with me. Even the times when I was frustrated against a boss or a mission just wasn't going my way, like this game always went out on top and just in terms of caring about characters, like I really, really did. And I, I, I think they kind of nailed the ending as it were in Valkyria Chronicles four. Uh, and that was, that was awesome. And I hope, I hope there's more of it. Um, there will be believe. Okay. Fury- Valkyria yeah, Chronicles so. is my favorite game that I've never played. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Straight up hands down. I, I know when I open down, are you just saying that? Cause that's what we're talking about in this very, no, podcast. I've thought about this game a million times. One is installed, ready to go on my PS4. Really? Redemption. In, okay. Yeah. I'm so ready for that game. Get ready for that big tank. Level up your Lancers. Level up the Lancers. Yep. I need to. Uh, I want to play so bad. I need to play game. two and three. It's just so. I, I just. It's a big game, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's not fair to say this. I do think this is bullshit, but just playing on PSP sounds so unappealing right now. Yeah. I just don't want to. Yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, I need, to, I need to do that at some point. I don't know when that's going to happen. Just wait for five. Just wait for five. It's coming. I hope so. I hope it comes. What were the sales, dude? I have no idea. Like, no reporting on it. Nothing positive. I don't know. I've only that. heard, like, okay. negative Google that. Google that. Yep. to it. Huber, I know you're Googling it right now, but I kind of want to throw it over to you. Yeah. I want you to talk about The Missing. Again, yeah. Ian and I have talked about quite a bit, and you decided to play it through, which made me so happy. Everybody's playing good stuff. Yeah. Reddit post from November 28th, 2018. Okay, not too Any long Any word ago. on Valkyria Chronicles 4 sales? Oh, boy. First comment. They're not great. Seems to have sold... The console version seemed to have sold 300,000 copies between them, and the Steam version has sold under 50,000, according to Steam Spy. But it recently had a 50% off sale, so those Steam figures might have increased in the last few days. The console figures don't include downloads, but unless the game has a really, really weird download-to-physical sales ratio, VC4 has been a bit of a disappointment from a commercial standpoint. Uh, call out that user, because that's a good post. Mystery Tempest on Mystery Reddit. Tempest, good post. Sega's marketing, or rather lack of marketing, is widely blamed. Huber, um... Harsh. That game was on Switch. I think it's this is... Switch. I think this is kind yeah. of... See, I, I didn't even is, know that. Yeah, exactly. it's marketing. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I think this is kind of nonsensical, but I'm sort of hoping for a Yakuza situation where it just kind of languishes in obscurity. Valkyrie Chronicles like, Zero comes like, out. Well, mm-hmm. not, yeah. well, just like enough, yeah. enough goodwill comes out mm-hmm. that they just give it another shot. Yeah. Like it has sort of a... I mean, it. it's weird because I feel like the PC version for Valkyrie Chronicles 1 was sort of that resurrection already, but... You just gotta hope for something. Yeah, I'm just you're in hope. way harder of a position with two and three being PSP. Yeah, you know, 
whereas Yakuza, it's it's like the prequel came out and then it, the remakes of one and two, it's like so easy. They made it so easy yeah. for everyone to catch up. Well, plus two and three are like weird games, dude. They're like, you're yeah. playing as high school students instead. It, well, yeah. And, and they should that's do not a, the setting for three. Oh, what is three then? So th- three, I know the least about, but I believe that you're kind of like this disgraced unit where like you are, you're playing as... This could be I totally love a disgraced unit. Man, I hate I hate I love saying a disgraced this and thinking I could be totally wrong. <laughs> but I feel like you're kind of like this this black ops group Dude. Off, the, off the off the books. Here's what they need to do. No, I'm in. Valkyria Chronicles Final Mix. But 3 never you have came out. 1 and 4 mm-hmm. playable and then like for 2 you have it as a movie. Sure. And then 3 you do like a remaster. I'm in. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna okay. get some of the final plot. Mix. All right, all right, all right. I don't. I wasn't as wrong as I'd hoped, or I, or I feared, not had hoped. The gameplay takes takes place during the Second Galleon War. Galleon Army Squad Four Two Two, also known as the Nameless, the Nameless, are a penal dude. military unit. Akatsuki. Mm-hmm. Are a penal military unit composed of criminals, foreign deserters, dude. Cobra and military unit. offenders whose real names are erased from the records. Oh, this is so cool. This is so snake eater. I can't even handle it, dude. Cobra, And we said that's go. not in the U.S. That was never released in the so U.S. It was never released in the U.S. I actually have a digital version of Valkyria Chronicles 3 on my PSP, dude. and I've tried making the fan translation work. Maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe I wasn't looking at the right thing, but I haven't gotten it to work yet, mm-hmm. so I just need to figure that out, how to get it to work on my PSP. Cool. That sounds um, really, But really I did purchase cool. it. Yeah. yeah. Huber. Yeah. Tell me about the missing. <laughs> <laughs> Some really hard puzzles. Yeah. Some really challenging puzzles in this game. This there is a five-hour game that took me over ten. <laughs> Finally cracked on some of these later ones and just looked on YouTube. I was like, I, I'm stuck. I'm just stuck. I yeah, there's, there's help there's us no, out. There's no yep. shame in that. Yeah. Been there. Puzzles, yeah. they get me. Yep. My, my approach with everything is like, give it a shot. Yeah. If you get stuck, give yourself information. Yeah. Move on. Totally. So I looked up some of these, you know, the ones where you had to like hit the cannonball or the wrecking ball, like land, but then come to on like another place but land here and then move it's very complicated so i definitely got stuck a few times but the train was me the train yeah Yeah. the train but as frustrating as it was i never got frustrated frustrated if that makes sense you know i wanted to see it through and i think knowing like knowing that the game is relatively short helps it's not like a, a situation where it's like, well, I'm stuck on this puzzle for an hour and this is a 20 hour game. It's like, whatever, just do, like get through it. And also because of what that means in the context of it all for the character, it's like going through the struggle, you know, destroying yourself to get through this world. Wait, how do you play this? Oh, how do you play this game? What is it? There's a lot of like self mutilation. What do the buttons do? So like you'll cut it, you'll get an arm cut off by a saw, and you can like pick up the arm and like use the arm as a puzzle. So you like pick it up and like throw it places. That's crazy. But then also you can hit triangle and then like fully form back. Never dead. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. Never dead vibes for sure. So there'll be like places where it's like, oh, I need to be only ahead so yeah. I can roll through and fit fit in here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Whoa. Uh, what really, really helped were the environments. Really liked the environments. Cool little forests, cool little diners. Mm-hmm. Really, really helped. On the store, there's a screenshot of a bowling alley bowling that almost alley made me buy hype. it. Yep. I almost bought it right after it, that. That's Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Love that. It's not just, you know, if the whole game was just in endless, like, pipe rooms. We're all good. Uh, endless lasers. Endless lasers, endless pipes, pipe rooms. Yeah, sign me out. So it helped that the environments were good. Um, all of that gameplay stuff aside, though, the story is why you are here. Yes. Uh, and it was great. It was phenomenal. It was amazing. The payoffs are there. And, like, it actually made me think. It made me think of my obsession to finish video games. To see them through to the end before you can truly judge the game. It's so important in the missing. It's so (laughs) important. Like, you need to see credits for this game. Mm. And luckily, it's short enough, I feel like, that 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 becomes a reasonable... Reasonable ask. Well, reasonable ask if you're, like, trying to sell somebody on it. It's like, hey, if you start with, hey... Here's you a only need game. to, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it just helps. Hey, Dragon Quest Eleven, you gotta see the credits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah, that's really all I can say about it. Without diving deep into spoilers, you can watch the spoiler mode. Yeah, you we had a spoiler oh, mode hey. yeah. myself where we it's a no holds barred yeah. discussion. Uh, Huber, Patreon exclusive. Program. I really like the uh, Life is Strange style. The cell phone. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you about. Loved all that. Like I love. That's that how stuff. dialogue is. A lot in the cell phone. Yeah, cool. you'll bust out the cell phone and you'll read conversations you have with other characters. Nice. That's a lot of where the plot comes. Loved that stuff. Um, love the environments again, like I said, and uh, you know some freakos in there that are very intense. Um, it's like horror themed, Kyle. Very intense, but not scary. Scary in its own way, but you're not gonna like. It's not like ah, none of that's okay. Yeah, it's, right. some of it is unsettling. It's very unsettling for sure. It's a disturbing, yeah. disturbing ride. You know, I mean, you're destroying yourself to get through this place. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, Lego people do that. You can do that without being disturbing. Sure. There are parts that are disturbing. Yeah. 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 Um, Hubert, what point would you say you were you were invested? Like, at what point was it just not like not like I'm just playing this game? At what point were you like, oh, I've got to figure more information out? What point were you intrigued? Uh, when you and Ian said that it's one of your favorite games of last I see. year. So that was what was really driving yeah. you. Not 100%. Because okay. it's a puzzle game, you know? Like, right. I'm bad at that stuff. Mm-hmm. So going through this game, is, I don't want to say a chore, because it definitely wasn't a chore, but like I'm obviously going to have more fun grabbing someone as Bowser and Smash and shoving them down a hole, you know? So like the fu- there's no f- real fun factor here. Yes. The fu- like Game Pro fun factor. This is getting marked down because mm-hmm. these puzzles are just like oh my god they make my brain hurt. Throwing Such someone a- did, you, did you have so any funny. joy in mm-hmm. in going through that stuff? Yeah, finishing the puzzles obviously feels so good. You're just like, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but like collecting the donuts, I wasn't really 
driving driving for those, you know? Yeah. Like, if I missed, I'd miss a couple. I, I got to like that a, point pretty quickly myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, whereas, at the beginning, I was like, no, I got to get everything. No, I don't. Totally. Yeah. Whereas, like, expert Celeste platformer, I'm yeah. like, dude, I got to get those strawberries. You know, got to get that. Whereas this was like, no, I don't really need those donuts. Um, I will say, in terms of the gameplay, something that I really liked, I'd be mm-hmm. curious if you had these moments as well, where you know, they don't really explain or set up these puzzles beforehand. You kind of just have to go and, and poke it yourself and the environment to figure things out. Yeah. And there were definitely some moments where it was like, oh my gosh, uh, that can happen? Yeah. Or, oh wow, I wasn't expecting these two things to interact this way. Yeah. Um, and I kind of liked that surprise. That's, yeah. that's part of what made the puzzles fun for me. Like lighting yourself on fire? Yeah. It's yeah. insane and disturbing. You're talking about disturbing? Mm-hmm. The like scream? You get lit on fire and she's like, it's very unsettling. Uh, you mentioned the wrecking ball. It was kind of like my first instance of it. Yeah. Uh, where I guess I don't want to ruin it for people that are going to play it, but yeah, just a lot it's of good. moments, a lot of moments, a uh, story that will definitely stick with me mm-hmm. for certain. Well, um, yes. Okay. hundred percent. Ta- talking about it. I think it is fair to say that it talks about very heavy issues. Yeah. It talks about self image and, depression Mm -hmm. um do you think it handled that stuff appropriately oh yeah oh yeah yep okay the texts dude loved it the one with your your mom Mm -hmm. is like so good uh just and again you know the 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 payoffs down the line definitely loved it sympathized big time with jj love jj jj mcfield um. Yeah. Again, I'm dancing around here. I don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to get This is definitely here. one where it's like, yeah. Please play this if you can. Yeah. Play it. Yeah. Still, still relatively recent. Totally. So. so. Uh, really, really good. Really, really loved it. Ben, I just realized I do the one. One. I. I got a request to uh, uh, have a mom gaming update. Yeah. Please, let's do it right now. Okay. Because I feel like it was like a year and a half on this show. My mom yeah. started playing Journey. Nice. Yeah. No, she started playing um, uh, The Witness. Oh. Yeah, The Witness was her first game. Um, played. I had to finish Journey for her over the break, over our mm-hmm. Christmas break. I had to, like, she was getting really frustrated with certain a- aspects, and so I just had to, like, pick up the controller and get her through parts. Some of the, like, collect the pieces of paper parts, maybe? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It, it, it is actually kind of obtuse how it works and yeah. how, like, your scarf fills up and how much... Mm-hmm jump juice you're given or anything like that like i got yeah. it uh she was really scared for, during the scary parts. she was screaming uh she was really sad during the sad parts and what was fun was you know we beat it she was happy about it we watched through the whole credits uh but then the next day she was like you know kyle i'm thinking about journey and like we really went through an adventure awesome <laughs> so sick <laughs> it's like do you think we were dead the whole time? Like, I don't know. It's, it's open to interpretation. There's a lot of ways to interpret that. And so it's so cool to have like that conversation the day after she was still affected by it. That's awesome. Uh, Kyle, I do need new mom games. She wants another one. So let me know in the comments. I feel like that's, that's it. Like the magic door has been cracked. Cause yeah. I feel like once you have that experience with a video game where it's mm-hmm. not just like something you do to kill time. Yeah. Um, it's not something you do like when friends are over, like it, it, it becomes personal to you. That's when you're set for life. Then you just seek that high forever. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. 
I'm like jealous that I don't get to have that with my parents. That's really cool. Yeah, she was way into it. It was fun. It was really, really fun. So yeah, she needs a new one. She told me like I need a new game, and I'm kind of at a loss. She uh, loves you, Ed and Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you were talking about like the issues the game deals with. Um, yeah. The missing. Had, yeah. Yeah. It just had me thinking. Like, I wish everyone could be as awesome and chill as so many video game characters, right? Because like. In the game, JJ is complaining to a friend in texts like, yo, there's like bullies or whatever. And the one the one friend is just like, like, why would anyone do that? Like, why why are you bullying? Like, why why are these people being mean? Like, just tell them to shut up and ignore them. Like, yeah, you know, I just love that. And like Life is Strange deals with that, too. You know, just like, yeah. And that's, that's there, kind there's of the, a, uh... like, there, there's always the, the character in the video game that's always just like, pfft. Screw that person, like, stupid bully. Like, forget him, you know? Be the better person, like, whatever. Leave him be, like... Bullies, you know? Just, like... Isn't that kind of a tormenting thing about fiction? Where, yeah. like, the, the beauty of fiction is that you can impart whatever message mm-hmm. you want to, and you've, you've total control over it. And I, I've mentioned this before, but, like, my favorite line in any review ever is Roger Ebert reviewing uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Nice. And it, it, like, opens with something along the lines of, you know, this movie doesn't present the world the way that it is it presents the world the way that it should be and that yeah. just is like a really intoxicating thing where you can you can kind of work through stuff you can kind of remind yourself of like oh yeah like this is who i am this is what i believe uh and it's it's just it's a really positive experience i think mm-hmm. you can have with media where you can you can challenge yourself but you can challenge yourself in a way where like you don't have to be worried about the chaos of reality yeah i don't know it's kind of a weird way to describe that, I guess. But yeah, you're totally right. Hubert. Like, I guess if I was a teacher and a kid was being a bully, I would send him to detention and tell him to finish the missing. Like, finish this. Yeah. <laughs> you're not leaving this classroom <laughs> until I see the credits roll. Wow. And I will be checking your trophy score to know if you finished. Be looking for that final completion. Shut up, Mr. Huber. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a Get great back. thing. It's a great thing to show because, like, that's another thing in in media where it's like you can show all of these different perspectives. You can mm-hmm. give all these different people from, you know, whatever background. Whereas in your own life, most of the time you're gonna view things based on how you grew up or the things that you've seen in your life and your own life experiences. And so that that is another thing. It's just like. Uh, wanting to learn more about people in different situations, for sure. Hey, Douglas, I need you to beat this game for me. <laughs> or I'll beat you up. Huber, I feel like it wouldn't just be bowling, it'd be every situation where you'd be like, yeah. you're not leaving until you see Bowser do this belly flop. <laughs> uh, I've got some stuff that I'm... I'm excited to talk to both of you about, but there are some of these I'm especially excited to talk to Huber about after I finished Valkyria Chronicles 4. So my, my like, just things I was playing on my own. There's stuff I was playing with Abby, but things I was playing on my own. Finished Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. then Valkyria Chronicles 4, which took that. me longer than I thought, yeah. but I have gotten started with, I think I'm on, like, chapter 3 or 4, Yakuza Kiwami 2. Oh, and I just, I have baby. to talk about it. I I'm wish, jealous. I'm I wish just I was farther jealous. in it, but. God. Dude, it's so good. It's so 
freaking good. I swear they're like <laughs> drug dealers, man. They give us zero Kiwami, Kiwami 2, 6. That's it. Now I'm just trying to live without any Yakuza in my life, Kyle. It has been a struggle. All I do, I just want more Yakuza. Did you play through Kiwami Give too? me that Joe, yeah. Give me that oh, Judge yeah. Eyes, dude. Just mm-hmm. give me anything. I need more, dude. Judge Eyes is soon. Judge Eyes is soon. <laughs> Die, dude. Yeah. Judgment. Ben, dude, feed me. Dude, okay, okay. So <laughs> I'd heard you talk about it, I think, a couple of times on Framestrap. Yeah. I played the demo. Yeah. Uh, I played it at Easy Living. And so, like, I, I knew it was good. I did, I'd never played the base, Yakuza 2, yeah. but actually digging into it and just having a lot more room to uh, fully explore Sotenbori yeah. and just running around and doing stuff. Yeah. Everything that you said before on past frame traps is totally true. Because I haven't played 6 yet. The way that they handle leveling up. Dude. So you have all these different categories. Um and by doing different things in the world, eating. you'll you'll get yeah, eating is a big one. You'll get point you'll get points for those categories. That's a good and idea. So because not everything will give you points for all of it, you have to go and you have to do different things if you want these new skills, if you want to increase your attack or defense or whatever. And so it's just this beautiful, it's so smart yeah. way of encouraging you to get out there and see as much as possible and we talk about dopamine all the time it's it's a phrase that we use but like just finishing a sub story and having all those points fill up going and getting a meal which is something like in previous yakuza games if i just needed a little bit of health in a pinch or i was just curious <laughs> about like what this building was i would go do it but it didn't feel like a necessity here you have the hunger gauge so not only are you getting points so you can level up so that's a big reason to want to go and eat you have this hunger gauge where depending on what you eat the bigger the meal and the more points it gives the more it will fill up this meter when you fight you'll burn that and so you get into this really addicting loop of like all right i'm going to the restaurant i'm eating all this food that feels really good that's kind of exciting just kind of go and fill up this meter okay i got into a couple of fights let's run off and go to another restaurant it'd be like in a game that has so many loops going on already it's just another one that feels so good and feeds into everything like two kwami two and six specifically you are living yeah. In Yakuza. Absolutely. You are living in these games. That is how addicting they are. And it really helps that the sub stories are the best they've ever been. The sub story. Okay. Hold- <laughs> so I feel like in previous Yakuza games, I would do sub stories not because of the reward, but because of how awesome they were and how creative they were. <laughs> I feel like in Yakuza Kiwami 2, not all of them, but there have been sub sub stories that are so good where that's enough motivation, but the fact that I feel like this leveling up is so much better, mm-hmm. like, it's a whole nother side, yeah. it's a whole nother reason to want to do it, so it becomes yeah. more fulfilling, and you can get a very easy skill that points out where all the sub-stories are, and there's one where you are a model, <laughs> and you deal with this character that is just so outlandish and fun, and it's like, it's a complete story. There's, 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 there's rising and falling action. You really get invested, but it's done in like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. It's just like completeness in very small chunks. Yeah. What do you do as the game of modeling? Um, so th- the way that it starts out, I feel like when you 
break it down, it doesn't sound that exciting where you're modeling and he's having you do different poses. He's trying to get you to be creative. And so he's like, okay, you need to represent sexiness. Mm -hmm. Which of these two things do you choose? You need to choose strength. Which of these two things do you choose? So you're just basically choosing options off a menu, but the ridiculousness of those choices and then seeing Kiryu, how far he goes to embrace those things is wonderful. But then, of course, it ends in a fight. (laughs) <laughs> of course. Everything. Uh, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> not everything. A, not everything. Most. most okay. Most things yeah. end in a fight. Just yeah. like Red Dead. It just always comes yeah. around to yeah. a gunfight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So it comes down to a fight. <laughs> yeah. But the build up toward that, I think, is uh, probably the best part. Great. Um, but going beyond that, I think uh, just the story of Koami 2 is really fascinating. Uh, Ryuji Goda, man. Yeah. Is it Ryuji? I yeah. Mean, they, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Ryuji yeah. Goda. Okay, not... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Ryuji Goda, uh, it's great because he is basically a mirror to Kiryu where you are going to this different area and where, like, you are kind of the guy that the legend is built up and people fear and have all these ideas about. In this place, he's you. I mean, he doesn't obviously believe the same things that you believe. He doesn't have the exact same approach, but he has that same kind of level of mystique and awe. And uh, having them face off and having somebody that is on Kiryu's level to a relative degree uh, is really exciting. Like, he just is... So, that's the thing about Yakuza. You could say that beyond just Ryuji Goda. Is there, there are characters that are just fun to watch. Watching this guy sneer. Yeah. Watching, like... Just him circle around Kiryu and have them trade barbs with each other. Like, I'm in the beginning of the game, and I feel like it's been more exciting than most video games endgame. Like, they they just raise the stakes immediately, and then it feels like every chapter they keep adding on uh, more stakes. Like, by the time I finish a chapter, I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe what happened. Like, we faced down an entire clan. I feel like I went to war. That was one chapter. It didn't even take that long. It took, like, maybe an hour. Um, and so it's just constantly exciting, uh, I think. And that's, that's what you want video games to be. You want them to be constantly exciting. I cannot wait to play more of it. Like, I've loved Yakuza for a long time. Um, and I feel like Kiwami 2, uh, way more so than Kiwami 1 did, has kind of revitalized that energy, man. Yeah. Like, I just I just feel so excited about it. Me too. Um, it's awesome. It's, it's like they've built me up so much, though, because they've given us so much lately. Yeah, you exactly. Know? That I'm, it's like Yakuza's never been better. We're at the height of this franchise, mm-hmm. so it's weird that it's like what over think, in a way. Like you know, they are yeah. like, "Hey, six, this is kind of it." Now we're doing Judge Eyes, and we have this other kind of spinoff in the works. So it's like maybe the franchise itself isn't over, but it's on pause. So it does feel kind of weird because it's like never been better. Yeah, but <laughs> Huber, there's two things that have me really encouraged. Is I feel like when you can take a series where, like, admittedly you have kind of simplistic beat-em-up combat mm-hmm. and still make that fun yeah. all these iterations later, uh, that's really encouraging. Like, Yazukiwami 2 feels new, yeah, you know? It, it doesn't does. It doesn't just feel like a remake. It feels like a brand new, exciting, awesome mm. game. Dude, the first person? 
Yeah. How often do you do it, Ben? Just uh, soak never. it up, dude. <laughs> never do first person. Next time I, you play. It's not that I don't want to. I just yeah. don't think about it. That's Next all. time. Yeah. Um, but also... Taking a knee. I used to do Red Dead a bunch in first person. Dude. But then you can't really like play it in first person. Yeah. It falls apart there. Just taking a knee, though? Just walking around. The indoor environment? Yes, dude. Um, Go to a store and look at everything on the shelves. <sighs> I, I don't I think uh, the beginning of the game really tells you this, and I haven't finished it yet, but I'm at a point where with Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, which <laughs> is another game I really want to finish, uh, where they are doing these spinoffs, and like, yes, they're clearly taking a ton from Yakuza, but it's not just... Yakuza in a new skin. Like, in terms of combat, in terms of traversal, uh, they're still, they still have these new ideas that feel really fresh and exciting. Like, this is a team that I want to give them more stuff. I, they, yeah. They're constantly coming out with stuff. I want to throw them new things because okay, they what keep we, impressing me. What do we, we can give the Yakuza team one Jojo, franchise. Jojo, Jojo, Jojo. Okay, Jojo. Jojo. Any yeah. franchise. Doesn't have to be anime. It can be anything, dude. What would they nail? I'm so They would nail JoJo. They would they I don't would know JoJo. JoJo. They would. I, I there's got to be some aspect of like living a life though, right? Yeah. Is yeah, that part of it? That. Yeah. 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 I'm in with JoJo. I'm okay. in with JoJo. They cool. can have it. Cool. Like or, or just like some sort of zookeeper game. <laughs> Uh, I think of what if they did like a Tokyo Jungle sequel? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. I'm just a little just Pomeranian. Yeah, like yeah, that. that'd be cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like animals. Some sort of zoo. Some sort of where where there's a, like an aquarium too, and like we're the boss of the whole place. I'm in. Uh, Huber, hmm. there's another thing that I'm excited to talk to you about, hmm. and that is Onimusha Warlords. Um, so the remake is coming out over here. The remaster. The re- yeah, sorry. That's important. Oh, because that came important. out in Japan already. Yeah, yeah. so it got came, it, got it came it, got out in Japan. Yep. I bought the Japanese version on my Switch nice. because it's out now. And it's in English. Nice. So I'm Why not? getting the thing. Yep. Um, Chill. Yeah, I don't want to go on and on about this because I talked about I played through Onimushi Warlords for the first time earlier, well, in 2018, I guess. Sometime in 2018. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it there. Um, I was a little bit bummed, Huber, because I was like, oh, man, this was my first time. That damn door yeah. that you couldn't get in. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it was my first. Yeah, I when I when before I finished it, I had times where I had tried and I bounced off of it for door reasons. We don't have to get into that. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was kind of bummed because I was like, I wish my first time could have been this remaster, mm. you know. Uh, I, I feel less jazzed to play it because I just played it. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't have what you had where it's like, Oh, I loved this growing up. Um, but playing through it a second time has only reinforced how good it is. And once you know what you're doing, boy, does that game go quick? Like I have not played that much and I feel like I'm already halfway through it roughly. Yeah. Um, how long to beat? Oh, six hours, probably eight hours. Nice. Yeah, I feel Pretty like you short. could do it in four if yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong through. on that, but full playthrough anyway, Onimusha for sure. It yes. feels like it's going fast, but not in a bad way. Uh, Onimusha is showing me that it has just enough of everything. Mm-hmm. Where it, you have this combat where you can where you can do different things depending on like the direction that you push. You have these different elements that you pick up 
uh, and they have different properties. The weapons themselves have different properties. The magical attacks have different properties. But it's not like the most complicated action game ever, mm -hmm. but it gets away with that. It never becomes tiresome because it seems to be very aware of that, and you'll do something where it's like, oh, man, I have to navigate this ninja trap all of a sudden, or, oh, man, I'm playing as this other character all of a sudden yeah. and that part doesn't drag on and on and on it's just it feels like it's constantly mixing itself up um and there's enough to explore there are enough kind of off the beaten path things that you can go down where it's like do i want to go in this door or that door that the the environment remains exciting but it's not so sprawling that you feel overwhelmed uh, it's just a wonderful action game. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, I can't really speak. I mean, I've played a chunk of Onimusha 2, Dude. but I can't really speak to 3 or 4. But, man, 1 holds up so well. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I think was even more annoying uh, in kind of this second go-through is the fixed camera can be a straight-up problem. Um, I have nothing against yeah, fixed cameras. For sure. Nothing against them. I just feel like... Uh, there are enough times where an enemy will literally attack you and you can't even see them until you run right up. But Tough that, in action games. Yeah, yeah. or there will be weird fixed camera angles where it's like, I am way too zoomed out to see what's even going on. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my complaint with the game. It's really my only complaint. Um, if you want to just have a good, wholesome laugh... It comes from a time where we hadn't really figured out voice acting yet, and so it is all over the place. Uh, I think Samanosuke is pretty decent, but some of the villains are like comically hilarious, like, com not comically hilarious, comically bad in a really like endearing way. Like there's, this, there's this cheesiness yeah. to it that is really heartwarming and endearing. And like, if you've never played Onimusha before, I think you can get into it and love it. It's not going to take that much of your time. I think Capcom should do more on Easy entry. Yeah. It's so good, man. Oh, um, yeah. I've been enjoying that second playthrough even more than I thought Sick. I would. Sick. Uh, reboot for Yakuza Team. Onimusha. No, re the show Reboot. Okay. I I'm changing Dude. mine to Onimusha. That good pick, too. <laughs> yeah. I want to wander around Mainframe, you know? I think it'd be sick. That weird little Sick. Canadian CG world. <laughs> reboot oh i want to talk about uh how onimusha one handles healing that i really like i remember the herbs yeah so the medicine yeah so um there are herbs that heal you a little bit and then you have medicine mm -hmm. which heals you a lot you can turn herbs into medicine if you want uh but what i like is when you go to a save point you don't get your health back and you don't get too much health from enemies when you kill them you do you do, and it's it's not like it's super rare, but I feel like the healing is sparse enough. Like, they're not overwhelming you with herbs. They're not overwhelming you with medicine, where I feel like I really have to think about it. I don't have that easy clutch of just going to a save point and getting all my health back. Totally. Where I have to make hard decisions of, do I want to save this herb for a boss fight, or do I want to use it right now? Um, there's some danger present. Like, when you get low, you're scared because healing feels uh, rare. And mm -hmm. I think that's really awesome. And I, I feel like not enough games do that, where it's just too easy to get healing. It's all over yeah. the place. Or there's a crutch that you can rely on. It's actually really nice. I don't think Onimusha is, like, the super difficult game, but I think that element adds tension in a way that doesn't feel too frustrating. Uh, and, yeah, way into it. Games used to be harder. Yeah, they did. They did. They used to be harder. No checkpoints. I feel like now just so many checkpoints in games. You die, just do it again. What? You die, just do it again. You're playing Bloodborne? 
Yeah, even then though, dude. Yeah, I got all my levels up. Just gotta unlock the shortcut. Okay, just gotta farm some blood vials. Yeah, farm a couple blood vials. Boom, back in it. You playing Fortnite? <laughs> when you die, you die. I don't think that's a fair comparison. <laughs> no response. <laughs> you lose the match. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Multiplayer though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you gonna play any Mushikau? No. no. I'll watch you do it. I'll, like I'll sit in on a full playthrough. Okay. It's so satisfying to go through, Kyle. Dude, the next yeah. one, is it two? I think it's two, dude. There's a hub. There's like a a, a market village hub. Now we're talking. There's uh, you, you can love give presents yeah. to other yes, characters dude. and increase your relationship with them. Jubei. That's really funny. Yeah. Jubei. Three is weird in the best way. Genre now. Um, mm-hmm. But I, so, uh, I was playing Onimusha Warlords on the plane on Switch, and that was wonderful. And I just wish all of them were on Switch. Yeah. That's all. Not much to say there. I hope the other ones get remastered because of this. Honestly. It's got to sell. It's got to sell. I think it will. Okay. I hope it does. Hubert, whenever you say something's going to happen, I just believe you. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's happened three it times no already. There's no reason yeah. not to. Uh, Kyle, Budget price, dude. Right before Kingdom Hearts and Resident Evil, dude. People are itching. Itching to buy something, dude. Itching to play something. They got all those great gift cards. Boom. They're itching to spend those gift cards. Yeah, Onimusha. Oh, mm-hmm. I've heard about this. Dude, yeah. Samurai, let's go. Huber likes it? Okay. <laughs> Kyle, I feel bad hmm. uh, because in the the second attempt of our frame trap, you we played a little game that won't really work now that we know yeah. what the game is and stuff. And so I, I, we haven't been able to involve you as much as I would like. So if you have any games that you want to talk about, let me know. Let's play it with Ian. Oh, yeah, Ian's here. Ian, we can we play a game Ian, with you? We have to have Ian on a mic, though. He'll okay. have to come in. Okay, okay, Ian, come over here. Come on I'll over. Stop making my monster girl. Come on over. Come over here. Uh, share a microphone with Huber. So, Ian, I have a list of the games I've played in 2018. Okay. And the game is to guess whether I finished it or not. Oh, okay. I'll keep the tally. Okay. To guess whether you, Kyle Bossman, finished it. Yes. Okay. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Unfinished. Finished. Oh. Shocked me. Shocked. Uh, shook. I'm shook. Hellblade, yeah. Senua's Sacrifice. Finished. Finished. You got it. Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory. Oh, God. Finished? Did not finish. Didn't. You betrayed yourself, Kyle Bosman. <laughs> well, there's, there's a reason he didn't finish It's that. like an integral. Hey, do you have, a, do you have, a, do you have a, a, a word for a sequel that takes place consecutively with a, with a story? Interquel is a good one. I heard okay. you say that. Yeah, all right. C- a continuum joiner. Yeah. Continuum, continuum joiner. Uh, Rayman Legends. Unfinished. Finished. Damn. I uh, am striking out. It's on a hard it. game. Uh, Batman Enemy Within. Unfinished. Finished. Damn. Dragon Ball Fighters. Unfin- What's there to finish? Unfinished. The story mode. I hate oh, it. I hated yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Trapped. You hated it because Goku talks to the camera. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I played for more you than 10 minutes. You quit that game. Yeah. yeah. Unfinished. <laughs> Uh, Jack X Combat Racing. Un- no, it's you. Finished? DNF. Did not finish. Oh, God. Iconoclasts. Did not finish. Right, yeah. Timothy versus the Aliens. God, God damn it. Probably finished that. Finished that one, yeah. <laughs> that was off a strong Huber recommendation. Is what is good. Timothy versus it. the Aliens? It's all black and white except for some green aliens. Open world kids game. It's an open world for kids. It is like... Okay. I think it gets pretty hard, dude. Very, very, very end. 
Okay. It's, a, it's a kid's game. Okay. Uh, you're a, like a 1930s gangster and aliens. And yeah, it's noir style. Yeah. yeah. All black and white except for that like these the weird aliens. Huber game. It's yeah. cool. I have ever heard of. Some platforming in there. And I said, Huber, I'm in. Toki Tori 2. Did not finish. Did not finish. Nice. Uh, Octopath Traveler. Did not We got finish. Toki Tori 2. Yeah. Um, uh, did not finish. Did I collect all the characters? Mm, no. I did collect all the characters. Oh, okay. Uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. The demo? The, uh, the, the oh, 8 Curse of version. The moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did not finish. Did not finish, that yeah. That hurts. That hurts me. Yeah, he was really mad about that one. <laughs> Danger Zone 2. I've never heard of it, so you probably finished it. Did not finish. No hard feelings, just got really hard. Uh, <laughs> minute. Did not finish. Finished. You finished that? Got that platinum. Oh, wow. Damn. Celeste. Uh, you did not finish. Did not finish. Yeah, we talked about Celeste. DJ Hero. What? I'm trying to think back to the story. <laughs> that. Finished? Did not finish. Uh, how do you finish that game? Just unlock There's a everything? campaign. There's like a, you can go through and unlock all the songs. Is that harmonics? Yeah. I've been playing Drop Mix, the card game. Mm, wait, harmonics made Guitar Hero 1, but then or, sold to Activision, and right? And Rock band i don't know yeah gets, and then they did rock band so that was not harmonics but that was oh, activision okay. uh m- m- by the way i hate it hate, hate DJ it. hero yeah I, I bought it i got the whole dj thing i bought everything off ebay or you amazon borrowed mine i got it for free well doesn't it like suck DJ Hero 2 is all right. I'm talking about, like, feedback, about, like, I mean, how yeah, good, like, whatever. a rhythm game should be, like, pop, 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 you're pressing buttons, you know you're nailing it. I got it for free. Is and this with this stupid, plastic? It's plastic, a little plastic record that, you like, yeah. roll, roll, roll. Getting something real like vinyl. that, getting yeah. something You, you like could that have asked me yeah. 500,000 times, like, what game are we going to complain about today? And I never, ever would have asked DJ Hero. DJ Hero 1 never I still think the songs sometimes, but, yeah, boy. Some of the songs are all right. Yeah. Mario Tennis Aces. Did not finish. Finished. Damn it. Uh, Moss. Finished. Finished, yeah. yeah. Airmail. Did not finish? Did not finish. Uh-huh. I'm right at the end. What is that? It's, <laughs> it's a plane Solution. game for the Switch where it's like very, it's super low budge, but <laughs> I just like the idea of flying a plane around these fantasy environments. I got all the planes unlocked, and then I'm uh, like, I'm good. I don't need to play anymore. Yeah. Valkyria Chronicles 4. Did not finish. Finished. Damn it. Kyle, who are you? Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Did not finish. Did not finish. Yeah, no. Yoku's Island Express. Uh, I like that game, but I, you did not finish? Finish. Yeah. I love that game. 100% that game. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of you. Donut County. I mean, Donut. Yep. Yep. Finish that game and, like, thir- you accidentally finished that game. <laughs> oh, ouch. Tetris Effect. Finished? Yeah. Spyro 1, 2, 3. Finished. One, two, finish. Three did not finish. Oh, I'm gonna count. Not that. fair. Count it. Count. I'm, not fair. I'm gonna count. <laughs> that. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate World of Light. Not finished. Finished. I thought it was like insanely long. It Five is. Hours. It took a wow. long time. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Uh, Astrobot. Finished. Did not finish. What? That one hurts, Isn't it man. Short? It's sh- it's short. I just got to put on the VR headset every time. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two. <sighs> finished. Finished. And Spider Man. Finished. Yes. How many did you get? All right, according to my count, Ian got 16. 16 out of 30, that's the most of them. Well that, done. More than half. More yeah, than more half. than half, baby. That's a win. How, how'd you guys do? I, we didn't count, I don't think. Yeah, we did not count. Then I'm the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you win. You win that game. <laughs> hey, Ian, do you want to just pull up a chair and ride out the rest of this podcast? <laughs> sure. All right. Ride on up. Let's see if it's still going. Saddle up, partner. Okay, I am going to 
Um, yeah, that's fine. We're already at 225, so we're probably not going to go like too terribly long because sure. you guys have to shoot. That's why you have to shoot something else. Well, we still got to do emails, though, right? You yeah, got emails? Still emails? Okay. We're actually still going to do a couple more games. All right. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and a movie. Um, I just want to talk very because this is another oh, thing that it's kind of like Kiwami 2, where I'm not that far in it. Uh, started it either like right at the end of Valkyria Chronicles 4 or uh, right after, something like that. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Dude. So I'd only like what? ever played the very beginning of Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. I'm out of here. It's like my biggest yeah, gap. You're, you're playing that game right now? I'm playing Kingdom you, Hearts Birth every, by Sleep. Every human on Earth should be playing is that bad? all of the Kingdom yes. Hearts to catch Why? up Why? Why is that bad? Birth by Sleep? Is this the one with cards? No, no, that's Chain that's of Memories. Birth by oh, Sleep okay. is like okay. one of the good ones. So Birth by Sleep came out on PSP. I'm playing it on yeah, PS4. Yeah. Is this the... where we're introduced to Aqua and Ventus yeah. and all that? Terra, oh, Aqua, okay. and Ventus. Okay, so okay, I, okay, okay, okay. I played just only the very beginning on PSP. Um, everybody had always said that it was like one of the best Kingdom Hearts games. I always felt really bad about not playing it. Um, Abby is actually getting really into Kingdom Hearts. We still need to finish our playthrough of Kingdom Hearts 1, but we didn't have that in Iowa, but we had Birth by Sleep. We started <laughs> Birth by Sleep. Dude! Sorry, we don't have that here. We don't have that. We don't have that. We don't have that here. Not what people sound like in Iowa. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's awesome. Every everything everybody said was correct. Uh, I wasn't. I think honestly, it is the most I've ever enjoyed combat in Kingdom Hearts. It's very overwhelming. It has a bunch of weird names uh, at first. Like D Link <laughs> threw me off guard. But, I don't like uh, the D Link. I actually really like it. D is um, for Disney. That's where you do this thing, right? No, 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 no. The D Link. Oh, that that's like the focus thing, the target thing. thing. Is get it out. That, that move thing is I've, filler. I've need the I've needed the least. Yeah. But D Link is really cool. Cut it because out of three. as you play the game, you'll di get different characters that you can D Link with. And anyway, to quickly explain this combat, you have a deck, and you have what the deck is. You have different slots that you can slide moves in. Okay. If if you finish, if you use different moves. As you build up this gauge, you'll trigger different states that you can be in. So if you use like ice moves, you'll get diamond dust. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really cool going into a fight and being like, oh man, I gotta make sure that I try to do this. So when I do fill up that gauge, I'll become even more powerful. And you attack faster, you do more damage, uh, you have a wider area of effect. And so paying attention to your moves feels really satisfying and awesome. I love it. Um, I also feel like right now where I'm at, I have very limited space. So it's like, do I want to slot in a potion or do I want to just have more moves? I feel like I have to make interesting choices. Um, the D-Link, as you progress, you get different characters. The, if you activate the D-Link, you'll fully heal, which can be very relevant. And also, they completely change your deck. So you get their moves mm -hmm. instead of your moves. And so depending on the situation you're in, that might be beneficial. Or if you're just doing it for the heal, it'll kind of throw off your game a little bit. And so I feel like just with these two things, every fight is kind of exciting. And every fight is not necessarily a little bit different. But there's enough that I have to pay attention to on top of other, like, 
more basic action game things like getting the counterattack, blocking at just the right moment, and the countering feels so good. It's just like... Oh, and you do like that thing after? Yeah, we were doing a playthrough of, of Kingdom Hearts 1, and like it got to a point where I was kind of dreading fights, and they just weren't that enjoyable, whereas Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, like I am seriously, at least right now, pumped to do every single Definitely. fight. It's so much fun. That and 2 are such an improvement on 1. Yeah. 1 is very bare bones very rough so yeah i've, I've played through kingdom hearts 2 yeah. i'd only ever played through kingdom hearts 2 on standard and uh it was pretty basic it, not not basic in terms of systems but i felt like my i mean i played it when it came out in like 2005 i remember it feeling pretty breezy to get through mm-hmm. whereas Kingdom Hearts birth by sleep i feel like the boss fights and everything or maybe i'm just worse at video games are a little bit more demanding mm-hmm. um and the battle system's more interesting so i love that what are the disney worlds so the Disney worlds I've done right now are really focused on the princesses of heart. Yeah. So I've done uh, Sleeping Beauty. I've done Cinderella. Uh, I've done Snow White. Um, These worlds there was, suck. There was, well, hold on. Well, I was going to get there. What's There's wrong one with more. That? They're, They're people. classic Disney They're movies. great princesses. I want to go to Lion King, baby. I want to go to the Lion King. King was more, in two. There yeah, was one is. more that I've done. That's what yeah, I'm talking so about. This game came out after two. Don't you don't want to double dip. But I want to go to Cool Worlds. Cool Worlds, not Disney. <laughs> Um, there's three different characters that you play as. I've chosen to play as Terra. Uh, I'm assuming, Huber, that it's kind of Dream Drop Distance style where you just replay the same worlds as mm-hmm. the three characters. I'm a little bit worried about that. Yep. For sure. Um, just do one. Just do one. You'll be happy. No, I'm going to do no, all of them. Oh, no, you need to beat the game with all the characters. Yeah. I'll beat the game with all no, the characters. No. Yeah, you do. Just watch the cutscenes. Kingdom Hearts uh. 3 is imminent. You got to put all the lore in your brain and be ready. I do think maybe this changes later, and Huber, you can tell me. The biggest disappointment is, like, holy shit, the worlds go so fast. Yeah. I feel like I just get started, and then I'm done. And and I'm, like, happy about that, though. Yeah. To catch up. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, this is a PSP game, so, like... Right. These stages are pretty small. Yeah. They're really small, and I'm assuming maybe part of the reason, obviously, PSP, and B... You're playing through with three different characters, yeah. but sometimes it's so short that it's a little underwhelming. <laughs> also, like the environments themselves are really simple and straightforward. It's like go to this pretty small room and then go to this pretty. But there's not a lot because you're of... going to princess worlds. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying that wouldn't happen in, in Aladdin's world. Aladdin was already in one. Yeah, <laughs> Aladdin. There's a lot of like platforming. Yeah, Aladdin already. Happened. A lot of opening doors. You have the uh, Cave of Wonders a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. just doesn't like seven maidens. Jasmine's a princess. Seven, uh, seven yeah. maiden situation. Nala, you got Nala yeah. in there. I don't mind the maiden worlds. I just think that the way they present them is a little simplistic. Uh, but it's awesome, man. Like. It's nice because I'm jazzed to play that game with Abby, and then on my own. The Dragon of Dojima. So it's it's yeah. a really good situation for me, and I also loved <laughs> yeah. Valkyrie Chronicles 4. You already went through uh, Fragmentary Passage? Yeah, I've played Fragmentary Dude. Passage. Dude. Yeah. Now like I feel like problem. I wish I would have played Birth by Sleep before, but whatever. Uh, uh, you've got Fragmentary Passage. Fragmentary <laughs> Passage has some good uh, uh, Snow White stuff. I like the cave. Yeah. See? Yeah, oh, really. Fragmentary Passage looks gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also want to commend the boss fights so far in uh, Birth by Sleep. They're really, they're, not all of them are especially hard, but uh, they're just interesting. You've got, like, this giant, like, 
spindle dude throwing a wheel at you. You've got this dude where instruments are floating around him. You fight uh, the magic mirror from Snow White, and that's really cool. You go, like, into the mirror world, and there are a bunch of, like, fake mask mirror people, and you have to fight the real one. Again, not necessarily extremely challenging, uh, but, and again, I'm playing on standard, but really cool, creative, fun, excited to play more. Who was your favorite of the three characters, Ventus, Aqua, or Terra? No question. I mean... (laughs) Hubert, OP, dude. I oh. haven't finished Birth by Sleep, and Aqua is my favorite King oh. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, going through the entire franchise, Aqua, obviously, amazing. Yeah. Uh, love Riku, because I love, like, the cool anti-hero sidekick. Sasuke. Sasuke. But going through really, really, really made me obsessed with Sora. In a way I didn't see coming. I was hoping for Mickey, dude. I know. I wanted the word Mickey to come I'm up. Sorry. Really, really obsessed with Mickey. Because it's, it's like a Harry Potter situation or like a Buffy situation where I feel like sometimes the main character of a massive franchise can kind of get overlooked. Yeah. Yes. But going through this and just like Sora's just good vibes, attack things head on, never let his companions down positive energy dude like sora hype now yeah like going like kingdom hearts 3 has the potential for sora to be one of my favorite characters ever like ready there's going to be a great sacrifice dude he's not making it to if the end so, oh my I god i know i know sora's gonna die dude, his heart is sora's too pure. sacrifice would destroy me and it's like gonna change riku he's gonna like look over sora's dead body and like i like Re- but, but Sora one immediately. It's Kingdom Hearts, so it'll be like a kind of death, but he'll like reawaken as like a yeah. glass figurine or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts three comes out. It'll be rated adults only for one scene. The Sora death scene. Whoa. So gruesome. Yeah. And then and then Donald and Goofy they're silent for like five minutes. And then Goofy says, "Let's go chicken on poo." <laughs> See how he's doing. Everything's fine. Oh, God. But yeah, uh, Huber, kind of like, like, I definitely w- am enjoying the Kingdom Hearts 1 playthrough. I mean, we've, we've taken a huge gap between the last time we played that game. But it's like, it, it's definitely, definitely not, <laughs> what didn't excite me as much as this Birth by Sleep playthrough is. Like, again, yeah. sort of like Kiwami 2, making me energized about Yakuza all over again. I feel like Birth by Sleep is doing that with Kingdom Hearts. So. Nice. Very cool. So sick. Very, very cool. Mon- or, uh, no, Kingdom Hearts is a weekend, so that's a Thursday night 9 p.m. purchase. Yeah. That's a Thursday turn off the internet, night. don't yeah. let them tweet their awesome spoilers of that game <laughs> yeah. that we really are looking forward to. You, the words Kingdom and Hearts on Twitter. How many people are going to spoil? Because you yes. know the Good intro point. of the game is going to be sick. Yes. Yeah. Some epic intro. How many people are going to tweet that night one? Oh, for sure. And what if it's like a, like a Roxas situation too, where it's actually like yeah. a surprise and you're like introduced to a new scenario or something like yeah. that? No way. No the way they won't Intro, you're it. playing as Mickey or something. Oh, dude, if you play as Mickey, <laughs> intro Mickey, like, like Mickey before things go bad. Dude. Yeah. Just King dude. Mickey in his <laughs> realm before <laughs> things have gone bad. Yeah. And it's like signing things. Yeah. You're not, you're not swinging around. <laughs> A keyblade, right? Before things go back. You're just you it's a whole simulator. You are running your yeah. kingdom as King Mickey. Yes. You are building yes. us shops. You are overseeing <laughs> for like forty hours. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like Frog Fractions 2. Oh, Frog please. Fractions 3. Please. Whoa. Frog Fractions Key. Oh. <laughs> oh. Alright. We're close. Huber. 
you've got two more things to tell me about. Oh my gosh. Is still on Huber? <laughs> <laughs> we bounce around. We had a long, tell many <laughs> hour technical difficulties. Oh, I know. We had, we, we had, Ian yeah. was tech support. Was yeah, Ian was <laughs> tech support for that. I'm like dreading the lights flickering now. We're tell me blow. about Me too. Below. I've been like, dude, should we pause it? Huber. Below. <laughs> below. Okay. That game came out finally? That game came out I know. I, it's, it's kind of the thing with below, okay. right? Below has an incredible beginning. Whoa. Incredible. I've only played this game a few hours, and those few hours have already been worth it. Really good soundtrack, Ian. I thought oh. of you. Oh. The soundtrack in this game is amazing. We need to get Bloodworth on the phone and let him know. I'll call him right now. Like, <laughs> like he needs to know about the soundtrack. Just, hello? It's just I, like... <laughs> I, I love the idea of, of like a separate line for Bloodworth music that's on speed dial. Where it's like, you, if you want to talk to Bloodworth about anything else, you call his normal cell number. But he has like this red phone that he picks up. Just, no words are spoken. It's just music. music. <laughs> He, he like shoes his wife away. <laughs> you either hear, he shuts the doors. You either hear the phone hang up or a clap. Yeah, yeah. One or the yeah. other. Uh, below, again, from the beginning is amazing. Now, uh -oh. I kind of cheated myself here because I I read a couple reviews and looked at some reviews because I was just curious about the game. Can't do that. All the negatives from the reviews, every single negative review says the back half near the end of the game is just tedious and annoying, oh. imbalanced, and, and not as good. I've uh, heard it described as very boring. Yeah, the back, the end of it. I have a psychological question then. Mm. Philosophical question. Yeah. Socrates is walking up. Okay. <laughs> what if you just drop the game now? Right. With, exactly. With this positive impression. Right. Exactly. Right. I'm going to put in a little more time to it. Yep. As soon as I see it going sideways, I'm out. Yeah. The and then, and then it's worth it. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and no, Kyle, that's what I was thinking about was like, I have this obsession with finishing games, but not all games are the same. So bailing out while it's fun before it becomes not fun makes it worth it. Real life anecdote though, this can backfire. When I was a kid, I was cognizant of getting burned out too early on a game because I would obsess and, mm -hmm. play and play it and play it and play it and play it and play it. And so when I got Vector Man, Vector Man. on the Sega Genesis, nice. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna pace myself. Mm -hmm. So I only allowed myself to play it like one or two days a week. What right? a child! But then Sweet. I like, but then I just forgot about it oh. and moved on. Oh. Yeah. So it backfired. Okay. My discipline betrayed me. But yeah. I'm like not intimately attached to it. Sure. So if I bail out, yeah. I just think of the good memories. So it is a roguelike, and the game tells you nothing. Beyond nothing. Zero. No tutorial hints. Beyond nothing. Like, no, beyond the void of it's nothing. It's telling you false information. You, yeah. <laughs> it takes things from your brain. <laughs> like, no. It's telling you to press the space bar, and you're like, yeah. looking at your controller like, mm. what? There's, it doesn't even tell you how to attack, how to block. Great. Nothing. I didn't know it was a roguelike. Yeah. Roguelikes, in my opinion, are kind of not meant to be finished. So... I love roguelikes, but I love roguelikes like Rogue Legacy, 
where I'm getting those permanent Hades. rewards. Hades. Oh my god, I can't wait for that game to come out. <clears throat> like, uh, <laughs> rewards that are coming at a good pace in the beginning, mm -hmm. and then, like, the later one. Like, Rogue Legacy is perfectly balanced. I love that game. Um, this, you're not really getting those upgrades. You're unlocking shortcuts, but I haven't played enough to see how substantial that is. Mm. Uh, but again, the experimentation of this game, figuring out crafting, figuring out how to progress just a little further is really addicting in the early going. Uh, just because the atmosphere is awesome. The combat's great. You die pretty quickly. Um, you have like a lantern, you know, your little lamp to, that lights up spaces. You can craft torches. Just, I can't stress enough how nice the atmosphere is and the mystery of what is down below. I, like, I'll be bummed. I will kind of be bummed if I don't finish it because, like, I do want to know what is down there, you know? YouTube. I, for Huber, sure. And YouTube. It's not as cool as you're thinking. One of the YouTube, yeah. or one of the comments I read from the review is like, the end was what I expected. Yeah. More questions than answers. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's no. like, okay. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. I really want so. one of these games to just legit have Peter Molyneux at the end. <laughs> sitting in a cave. Huber, <laughs> I honestly <laughs> hate this. It. You've made it. Because Below came out, I saw that it had gotten a very mixed response. Yeah. And I was, I, for me, it's very hard to make peace with just not playing something that I'm even mildly interested in. Yeah. And, like, I, I may not... I still may not play this, but now that piece is gone. Now you've kind of stirred it, and now 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 I feel like I'm missing something. Now I just feel bad. Just play the beginning. You <laughs> no, yeah. you would enjoy it for a little bit. I promise. I'm the opposite. I have no problem. Not, yeah, <laughs> not playing games or dropping games. Like uh, in fact, rock. I take pleasure yeah, in I it. Do, I, I swear though, just for the atmosphere. You have failed me. <laughs> just for the atmosphere and music for you. Yeah. And just for the the mechanics for you, I swear you guys, yeah. you both would be like, oh, by our powers combined, yeah, we could enjoy this game for four hours. <laughs> I got to like <laughs> floor four or five. It got all icy. It's like ice area. It started freezing. Does your character like your character? Like, ice area is not necessarily a bonus. It's like yeah. five <laughs> pixels tall, right? Yeah, camera's really zoomed out. Like, does your character ever like get armor upgrades or change at all? You find different weapons. I found a spear. Does it look different or is it like... Yeah, you have the spear on your back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm just kind of mad about how small your character is. You need a sense of yeah. scale. I'm like looking through binoculars when, the opposite way, you know? When you're in the cave sections, it's a little more zoomed in. Okay. You know? Because there's like big outdoor spaces, but then you're like inside the cave going down and it's a little more zoomed in. So it's in. purposeful. Yeah. Cool. So that's again. I only played a few hours, but uh, the like just trying to figure stuff out and and learn from your mistakes it was actually really fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, we the reaction shots that was supposed to shoot is like hours late because of the technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Tech diffs. Not really anyone's fault, but I am. We're gonna try to try to move this along. I don't mean to make this. Uh, just, what's up? You just saying? Has there ever been a game called Earn from Your Mistakes? Probably not. Not no. that I know of. It could be any number of things, but that's a good title. Are you doing E A R N or yeah. U R N? I think e earn. Oh, okay. I think earn from your mistakes should be a dating simulator. Whoa! Wow. Could I be think roguelike could be a shop rogue, roguelike dating simulator. I'm doing U R N earn, and it's just oh. like about like just like if you if you make a mistake, they kill someone you loved. Jesus. <laughs> so it's like this agency. This agency has contacted you. 
and says like don't slip up and then like if you do slip up they kill they but deliver really like, for your mistakes they're like really charming about it like yeah. hi you're being contacted by earn from your mistakes yeah and it's like i want to leave i'm out i'm out and, and then just, on the door yeah just it's just like a new urn, urn. and it just says grandma on it and you're like ah <laughs> that is dark kyle huh <laughs> i'm a dark guy <laughs> 2019, baby. <laughs> I'm growing out the goatee, man. Just pulling it. <laughs> Are you? No, no, Please no. don't. Hey, Huber. Is Aquaman good? Dude, yes. <laughs> Mm-mm. Did you see it, Kyle? Kyle. Yes. No. The, I'm not going to hear it. The, the setup for this was Ben's out of time. I have no time for talking about how good Aquaman is. <laughs> Listen. Do, do you have time to talk yeah. about batteries? Yes. Here, <laughs> here is what 2018 taught me. Okay. Is that... With the amount of streaming happening in our lives right now, with the amount of content there is and how good TV shows are, there's, there's, there's never been more of a reason to go to the movie theater than for big budget special effects. It's one of the only things that they get right that a home theater, it'll win every single time. Every single time theater experience for big budget wins out at home. I don't... Outside of maybe Avatar, I don't know if I've ever loved special effects so much that I was like, this is the reason to see this movie. Like, it's never been... I just can't force myself to care about it. Sound, also. Spider-Verse in the theater? Very good. Love sound. Uh, I I did see see Spider-Verse over the break, and it's amazing. It's so good! All the trident fighting? Like, this movie... Has dude so much action in this movie, maybe a little too much. By the time the final fight rolled around, I was like, Whoa, are we doing this right now? There's been so much action, yeah. <laughs> of course, this this movie has problems with the writing and the acting. Mm-hmm. Did, did you, did you Definitely like whisper to somebody at, at any point? Did you say out loud and like touch somebody on the shoulder, like? Well, I think there might be too much action. <laughs> <laughs> Am I old? No, but when I got out of the theater, Beth and I both agreed our exact stance. Like, yeah, there, I think there was a little too much. But then she came back with at least the final fight was quicker than usual. It's not like a Return <laughs> of the King situation where the final battle is like an hour. Like, the final battle in this movie comes, and it's pretty quick for a, for a superhero final battle. Mm. It's all things considered. Mm. Anyway, that's beside the Do point. Fish speak? This movie is so inspired, no. dude. It's no. so imaginative. James Wan is the director. The production of this movie. What else movie, has James Wan done? The Conjuring. The <laughs> production of this Which movie. Ones? The first two. There's oh. yeah, yeah. There's only two. There's spinoffs. Well, it's the Conjuring universe. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. The the production. I you know I love. Obviously, my favorite movie like I, I love all movies i love superhero movies i love uh uh you know hard indies indies dramas yeah you know but i also love being amazed at the creation of a movie and i'm never more amazed than when i see blockbusters you know so, like some something all the credit usually goes to like the indie movies for being so you know from the heart and the acting and the writing everything you know those get all the credit but at the same time Credit should be given also to the production and the creation of these movies. Like, I, I so many times was watching Aquaman and I was just like, wow. You know? Just wow. They got Oscars for that. Was it? They do them the day before and no Dude, one watched Dude, they were bitter. 
James Wan angry tweet because uh, it was not on the short list for visual effects. For Golden Globes? For either Golden Globes or the Oscars. Oscars haven't announced yet. Okay, then it was Golden Globes. Maybe they haven't. I just missed it. He was upset. Like Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom was on there. Uh Uh-huh. Like Aquaman's production to me was a feat. Does the hair look weird in the trailer? No, it looks awesome. It's like moving while while they're dude. It looks bad in the trailer. It works in the theater. How looks weird. (laughs) How is 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 it? Jason Momoa is that? Yeah, he's great. Jason Momoa is great. So likable, so earnest. SG One, baby. He carries that movie. Yeah, Atlantis carries it. Dude, Black Manta, ten out of ten. No. Like, if you told me... 7 out of 10. Is Black Manta as good as God of War the video game? (laughs) (laughs) You gave him a 10 out of 10, dude! (laughs) Like, how do you... Think about... Wait, wait, Within Aquaman, which is like a 7, a 10 within a 7 is like a... Like a... That's the thing. If I was being... I think that adds up to a 10. That's the thing. If I was being... If I was being critical, if I was professionally reviewing this movie... Ebert right now, dude. I would be like seven and a half or an eight... Right. ...on a really good day, you know? Yes. But me, personally, like, I keep thinking about this movie. I keep thinking about the experience. It... It blew me away, man. I loved it. It took me to another world. There were so... It was just pure imagination... The environments were amazing. You kept going to different places in this movie. Don't even get me started on the entire trench arc. That is a 10. Are you kidding? The flares? They got a trench in there? There's a... The Dark Souls boss, dude. This feature movie has a... Has anime arcs? Love the boss. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, like, what's I, I'm, I'm with you at the end of the trench arc. The what? With what is the trench arc? <laughs> this movie? You just keep saying there the are, trench uh, arc. No, there's arcs Wait, in this movie. It's an adventure. The movie's an adventure. The movie is sure. two and a half hours yeah. long. Season of a show. Yeah. yeah. I, we're not ending this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the trench arc is. They have to go to the trench to retrieve something. The trench what are a trench? race. They're a race of like creepy oh, monsters. Yeah. Oh, we're not. They're not called the so trench. trench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cool name for yeah. a race of creepy things. Yeah. yeah. Also, you realize we're doing a movie podcast immediately yeah. after this, right? Save something. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I'll have it up there too. I'm buying. I the can't ticket. talk enough about it. I'm buying the ticket you know to the fly. I'm buying that ticket to you fly. You know what I'll say for it is uh, Orm, Ocean Master. If you want some Ocean Master hype, fiasco or. Uh, Reaction shots. Yep. <laughs> I'm oh, yeah. so glad I'm not on that podcast. Oh, <laughs> you want to be on it? No. Dude, <laughs> I'd tear Orm right out of that podcast. Over the top in the best way, dude. Having not Come seen this on. movie. Dude, that, no idea what's that shot. How do you not just giggle and be like, wow. What shot? This is how. We, this is how. Like, what a shot? lifetime of this. What shot? Final battle. Okay. When he lands and his cape is blowing and they're about to have the final showdown and it's that shot of just him looking back. He's got his trident. He's got the full armor, the mask, and his cape is blowing. And it's time for a showdown. That's a dorky mask. I couldn't get past how the dorky it was, dude. It's a dorky mask. It's the mask. It's the original mask. Jim Carrey's the mask? (laughs) Like we are here's in... the thing. Here's the thing. But Jason Momoa is wearing the original Aquaman yeah. costume, kind of. It's yeah. modernized. You know yeah. what I mean? It looks good. Yeah. That mask could have looked good, dude. I think the mask looks sick. Okay. I love the way it looked. That is a good movie. Bad mask. With the caveat, though. Yeah. Again, 
a lot of people out there know this. There are movies, even like Avatar, designed for the theater. Oh yeah, sure. I'm not gonna don't watch, watch it on your phone. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch Aquaman again on TV. Oh, yeah. maybe I yeah. will if I'm like doing a DCEU marathon at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. If that day ever comes, it won't. But things like, like Jupiter Ascending need specific. Jupiter things. Ascending, Very true. exactly. Yeah. Like, I didn't even see Jupiter Ascending. Just your this, experience. Seeing this movie in the theater was so much fun. Uh, Huber, I gotta say I'm very surprised. Uh, when I watched the Aquaman trailer, oh. I was like, this looks bad. Looked really bad. And then it reviewed really well, and yep. I was like, huh? And Crossed you, a billion? obviously, the Huber effect helps. Crossed a bill. Yep. Over a bill. Cool. Word that's, of mouth. I think that's all Jason Momoa did. Didn't oh, yeah. Venom do, like, crazy yeah, well, Venom too? Yeah. 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 See, so I, watched I watched Venom over the break. It was fine. I watched Venom over the break. I did too. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 I, the uh the it was okay it was okay it was yeah. okay it was okay but it is no Aquaman like the difference there night wait and have you seen Spider Man did you watch Into the Spider Verse Spider Verse it's next on my list Spider Spider Verse is a ten I believe Spider Verse is the real 15. ten for sure the true for sure. ten for sure Aquaman true ten is for sure a two and sure. Spider Verse is a probably 35. probably <laughs> probably Windows ninety five Windows ninety five. The old mandatory update rating system. Windows 95. I was gonna see Spider Verse the night I saw Venom, but the oh, time. It, I, yeah, because sometimes, sometimes it's like yeah. yeah. Life is confusing. The time of the show, the show times. Uh, there it is. <laughs> we do have a, We do have a spoiler mode for Spider Man into the Spider Verse exclusive on Patreon.com/slash/EasyAllies. Oh, Sell it, baby. Let's yeah. do another one. <laughs> I want right. to talk about it. Yeah, I would. I wasn't part of that. Spoiler. Yeah. Sorry, be fun. If you do a second one, that actually a second opinion or something, that'd be cool. Lastly, it's just the same. We're like, we love. We it. should yeah. do a spoiler, a second spoiler mode for Into the Spider Verse, and only talk about Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, sorry, the showtimes got weird. Uh, we had to see Venom instead, um, so we're talking about that. I really need to drive this last point home on on Aquaman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we're derailing. You oh so yeah, much yeah, 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 yeah. Aquaman conversation rough. The kills. That action. It's one thing to be an action movie and to see it in the movie theater or to see it in IMAX, whatever. But when the action has impact, when it's like Dread or John Wick yeah. or or Winter Soldier, I, there's there's good action. So you're telling me that Aquaman confirms the kill? Dude. He like tridents a guy in the so forehead after killing him already? Let it out, Kyle. You, it's okay. because I feel like I'm drawing this conversation out because I disagree so much. I don't understand how. You feel, feel every, every hit. It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. You feel every the hit. Gi- the giant war. You feeling all those hits, dude? Like when the the no. submarine is attacking. It's like two bath toys <laughs> bumping into each other, dude. You do not feel that. Two bath toys. Yes, it's just like a bunch of little action figures in a pool, just That's like clashing. only the final battle when yes. it's like Lord of the Rings large scale. That's war. what I hate. I hate that there, part. But there's like ten battles that are one on one. Okay. All right. All those fights. I'm in for those. You, f- yeah. There's only one. I thought that's what you were talking time. about. Is that last part? There's, there's like, the one little bit where it's like armies clashing. Yeah. That one time out of this two and a half hour movie. Is that the ring? Didn't thing feel now? it as much. No, I played with it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that one scene. Do you want to say I don't regret watching that movie? I think it is. A, it's a good theater movie, as Huber said. Bad movie, good theater movie. 
We're going to move on mm-hmm. to emails. Okay. Oh, we're only gonna we're only gonna do one email. James Cameron. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We Sorry, took up everyone. your space. We James took it. If you would like to send, we'll do we'll do uh, three next time. But we're only gonna do one today. If you'd like to send an email, the address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. Again, the address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. I'm gonna throw this first email to Ian. Oh. Uh, obviously, we can all answer. But I'm gonna give Ian the first take at it. Character of the decade <laughs> is the subject. Jeez. Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, allies. Okay. I'm watching Huber's stream of Arkham, Arkham Origins DLC, Cold Cold Heart. Dude, yes. <laughs> and it struck me how lucky we've been to have so many great Batman games. A decade ago, it would have seemed impossible, but in the years since, including the Arkham and Telltale games, we've had six Batman games that I love. Has any character had a run of games in the past decade that can rival Batman? I have oh. an answer. <laughs> I might need help. Yeah, i got to think about this one. Solid snake. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I but mean, that's well, not the last decade. Yeah. 2008. He's. 2008. I think you're in. Yeah. You're in with four. You're and in with Metal Gear Solid four. Snake. Well, when was three? He, oh four. Three was, was oh yeah. three was oh four. Yeah, three oh, was oh four. Okay, so it's out. Um, what? When is Peace Walker? I, I think that's 2010. I really like Peace. We don't have to get into that again. But, but anyway. you said Solid Snake. Solid Snake. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's just a good point. Solid Snake had one game, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that doesn't work. Four. Yeah, he's Solid right. Solid Snake has... Oh, because we're yeah. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. 2018. All right, all right. Yeah, he's right. Or, or right. are we doing right. 2009 yeah. or 2019? No. Uh, the answer is Goku. But you hated no. him in Fighters. Hey, he's got. A, he's had a good run. <laughs> the real um, answer... I would give it... Is Kiryu Yakuza incredible Ooh, that's one, decade? Man. That's a good one. A incredible good decade. decade. Yeah, it's been a good decade for yep. him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Win. That's sure. it. We're done. That's the victory right there. Winner. Yeah. Master Chief's had a bad ten years. Yeah. His two best games are outside of the decade. Lara it's Croft been rough. Has not had a great decade. Nathan Drake's riding high Nathan right Drake now. Nathan Drake was doing okay. Had a really I feel like good this run. is like a stock market. Yeah, yeah this is fun. Um, Nathan Drake had a good run. When was Red Dead One? 2010? 2010. 2009. So you, you Marston's? Marston's had a good time. Was, I think Red Dead might have been 2009. But not best of the decade. Uh, Mario, is that a good run? Mario! Is that a good the run? Nintendo characters. I would argue that Link has also had a Link good decade. Link has had an amazing But decade. is it different Link's? Oh, boy. No. He's right. It's different Link's. Sometimes everything I hate besides everything. Breath of the Wild. Hey, if we want to give him solid snake, yeah. we yeah. have to break yeah. up the links. Sure. <laughs> Obviously, lightning. 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 Hell of a run. <laughs> hell of a run. She's a model now. Yeah. So oh hell God. Run. What? What if she's had a baby by now? That game came out a long she time could ago. Be married. Yeah. Who knows? Koilana. Had a baby, sister. killed it. Mm. Resurrected. It is a god. Dude, I watched been watching going Kratos. through game of thrones yeah season? i need to do that dude don't season... spoil game of thrones for people right now okay yeah yeah don't yeah sorry last season coming close. up yeah oh, don't up. Look, if, so if, hungry man if you're not spoiled yet don't look at any promotional <laughs> yeah. materials because yeah. they are every single major it's spoiler s- yeah. beyond stupid hilarious i like it oh. i think it's Honestly, pretty awesome i, like it. I mean oh, it's yeah. like go for it Whatever. it's for the fans no. it's for the fans no you don't need to spoil a whole series you're advertising hold back this moment yeah for anyone you're either on the train or you're not this is a spe- like if when you're that interested, com- you better get on the train yeah, when you're that- on the trainer screw you when that final season debuts it's gonna be a world event i feel like dude every yeah. single and you person have to watch it live or you will immediately mm-hmm. be spoiled yeah and there's a character die in every episode oh yeah 
like two or three. Because there's only seven episodes, right? Pick them off. Yeah, something like that. It's like yeah, entire nations are just gonna be wiped out per episode. (laughs) Yeah, they have to. Probably. Are they gonna set up for a spinoff? Well, oh, there yeah. are spinoffs they're, coming. Yes. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, they're the, prequels? Yeah. Well, the, I feel like what, what we know are, about so far is the prequel. Well, there's one that's a prequel, and I assume like five others. I'm so in. Gotta Sora's had money. a bad run. It's like Dream Drop Distance is all Sora's had in the Sora's last on 10 time years. Out. Isn't that crazy? Sora's yeah. Well, no. Uh, Birth by Sleep was 2010, I think. But Sora. Sora. Oh, so, well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> is he in that game? Isn't he? No, 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 no. We don't talk about hearts. If we can't have Solid Snake, <laughs> yeah. we can't have hearts. Yeah, so we're not really. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's frame trap. It was a fun question. The dragon. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's frame trap. Dragon of Dojima, though. He wins. That's my favorite way Dragon to of Dojima. Play. He wins. Best, dragon of Dojima. Best decade. Yep. It has been a really good decade for Journey. Yakuza. Uh, if, again, if you would like to send an email, the email address is askeasyalice.gmail.com. I can't believe I've done this whole podcast with my hood up. Uh, it's a good look. I'm glad. So really, all three of you. Just I'm, really don't want the thing to fry right at yeah, the finish yeah. line. Yeah, Huber, you were <laughs> right. Get out of here. <laughs> you were right. Uh, third time was a charm. Yeah. We managed to get through this. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for joining us, Ian. Sorry that mm-hmm. we made reactions out so late. Hey, I don't care. <laughs> we're going to talk about Orm. Whatever no, the hell we, that is. No, Ocean we need to end the show. We need to end the show. All right, everybody. Until next time.